0: Dex. That's all right. Heather! It's okay. Oh I'm so my sorry.
1: God, That's all right. The disrespect. Okay, I, I'm not my disrespect. I didn't know. I was too busy looking at my
0: phone. Hey there, folks. Welcome back. It's the Uticast, episode 213. Heather's on her phone. I just got back from vacation. Uh, but thankfully, our good friend Phil Farta is back for another exciting installment of The Phil Farta Show, his sixth six time on the podcast I'm losing my voice. Uh, Kevin's tired of hearing me talk about going to New York and this wedding I was at. Heather's on her phone. It's another exciting, <laughs> absolutely engaging episode. She's way, way to sell it, Way sell it. I've had a fun. long this day.
2: A no, thank you
0: guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us once again. We are happy, as always, to have you here. Do we
2: do
0: the intro now? Yeah. <laughs> folks, welcome back, it's the Udicast, 213, episode 213. Uh, do I sound like my voice is, I'm losing my voice a little bit from you guys? Tiny,
2: tiny bit, I noticed yeah. it a bit earlier.
0: My high register feels like it's gone. I it's because like you were singing all
2: that Josh Groban
0: publicly and we'll get, in the world's capital we'll, of New York City. <laughs> we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, welcome back folks, of course, this is the Udicast, joined uh, as always by uh, Heather Waz. What's up, Heather? How you doing? How you feeling? I like your hat. Your great, uh, your great Adirondack trail run hat. Everybody's
2: wearing a hat today. It's just
1: great. one of those days because my hair's all frizzy from the rain.
0: It's gross out. It was it's gross. It's just up.
1: yucky. Yeah. Just put a hat on. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
0: Uh, I don't have any, like, usually I write down a thing that I'm going to, like, hassle you about yeah. um, to start the show, but I didn't write We unless.
1: hassled her
2: good enough last week when really? she wasn't here. That's true. We missed we you last week. We were hassling her pretty good. Yeah. I didn't
1: even listen. Is that bad? Shame on me. That's how busy I was I'm last not- week. I have to catch up.
2: I don't like listening to my
0: own voice, so I'm I usually not, only listen to it. Really? i
2: never ever listened, yeah. Well, you've
0: already heard all your stuff. Why would you? Yeah, I didn't know what I said. <laughs> I
2: Which is a lie. I don't remember almost anything I said. People come up to me like, I really like what you said about this thing. What yeah. would I say? I don't remember. Uh, Phil Farta joining
0: us again this week. Uh, first member again of the Six Timers Club, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, always nice to talk to Phil. We did tape this on Thursday because I was gone for the weekend, and I did not know whether we were going to record on Monday night, but again, we're still here. Monday night, like normal. Uh, I am exhausted. I just got back from my New York City trip like an hour ago. Uh, so if I feel, uh, if I look a bit disheveled, it's just because I, I yes. desperately, desperately. Am.
2: Yes, <laughs> listeners listening to the podcast, if Sam looks disheveled. If, disheveled. if he looks disheveled think. as you listen to this, tell us what you think. Please uh, shout us out. Kevin, anything I missed in Utica while I was gone? So much stuff. <laughs> it was re- honestly, it was a really busy weekend. A lot of crazy things happened, I'd, Like I did a lot of things, went a lot of places.
0: Uh, you got all those hats. Those hats are great. Um, I think some hats. Uh, lots uh, hats. I
2: went to an estate sale, and they were closing down, and I found a bunch. Uh, you can check out Zach Wilson's uh, vintage, old-school, cool booth down oh. there at Handshake mm. City. All right. You'll be seeing a lot of the hats mm. I found.
1: Cool.
2: Or you, you can look on the coffee table. But for yeah, people oh. listening at home, yeah. go to Zach's booth. I see
0: that. Uh, and before I forget this week, uh, shout out to GFOP, uh, Mike Burke, who was on a few weeks ago. This week, if you are uh, in town and you're interested, the Playwright Festival is going on this weekend, uh, July 26th, 27th, 28th, I think. 26 27 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of great plays over the course of the weekend. Uh, and I
2: would like to point out there are multiple, multiple different plays. plays going on by multiple different playwrights. Yes,
0: multiple different plays by multiple different playwrights, including Nick Priori, who uh, wanted to make sure that I got great, that. Great, great, great friend, friend of, the show. Of, yeah.
2: my, of my life. I've known Nick oh, Priori yeah. since, like, kindergarten. We've been homies for a long time, and he's been uh, balls to the wall with the playwright game yep. pretty much his whole life. And yep. I really respect his ability to go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so go check it out. I hope that I think I'm playing out that night. But it'd be nice to go see the Players Theater. Utica is one of the biggest hidden gems in go. this city. You ever cool. been? No, I always got to go. Super cool. You'll be I shocked. went to the old mm.
0: one when it was the, the new one in Hartford back in the day. I don't remember that I one. I remember either. that one, yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, a couple things I wanted to talk about just about this wedding. Uh, first off, uh, congratulations. I'm so proud of you again to my cousin Joe and his wife, Annie H. Bell. Mailbag uh, MVP. Mailbag cousin MVP. Joe cousin probably Joe probably sends it.
2: He's over the course of this, the four years of the show, he sent in more questions than yeah. almost anybody, I think. It
0: was a, it was a great wedding. Uh, we had a great time. We were down in Long Island in a place called Carl's... Carl's Bay? Carl's? I don't know. It was somewhere sure. yeah, yeah, no. somewhere in Long Island. Deep Long it. Island, though. I made the mistake mm-hmm. of assuming it was in like, uh, somewhere close to Queens or Brooklyn, so I was like, oh, maybe a uh, Friday night, I mean, I I'll, just, pop over I'll pop over, pop over, and, pop see, over the and see the boys
2: in, in bed style. And
0: I'm like looking at the, <laughs> looking at the Google Maps, and it's like, well, you can take a 30 minute walk to the bus, and then you can take an hour bus ride to the subway, and then take a 40. I was like, no, 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 none of this sounds appealing. You boys
2: want to come out to the island? Yeah, come <laughs> out to
0: the island, boys. Uh, so of course, uh, I mentioned it on Twitter, and I saw some people interacting with me on it. Um, I had to sing three songs mm-hmm. in a church uh, for my cousin. Mm-hmm. shocked the church didn't fall to the ground when I walked in. It's the same joke every person in my family
2: said. Um, they said that about you? No, about themselves. Every, everyone makes that joke. because I, I can see, yeah, 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 you definitely hear that
0: one. Yeah, my cousin Mike walks in, he's like, the church didn't fall down. I'm like, yeah, yeah, where'd you come up with that one?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> out no, to all my cousins we had a great time. Uh, but I sang the three songs, and you know, in hindsight, I had to sing. And I've, I don't know if I talked about this. Have you ever heard mm-hmm. the song "You Raise Me Up"? Yes. by Josh Groban. Yeah. Yes, I
1: love Josh
0: Groban. He's everyone loves Sorry, Josh Groban. Your, your mom, yeah, your mom. mom. You have I to now. Have yeah, yeah. now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Mom's love Josh Groban. Second,
2: Kaz came out, You're like, "You lift me up,"
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we start playing. Uh, so, uh, and look, I. I was happy to do this for my cousin and for Annie, because I I love them, they're the best, and I was happy to do anything for them, but I was really stressed out about it. Well, because
2: to your credit, and to point out something, if you don't know, like, Josh Groban, there's a reason he's he's so famous. He's the man. That's a hard song to sing. Like, he's got a colossally powerful technical voice, and you're a good singer, but that's a... That's an athletic regimen right I, there.
0: I put out a tweet in frustration a couple nights ago that was just like, you can't ask a punk rock singer to do opera. It doesn't work that way. And it was for nobody. It was just me venting my frustrations mm-hmm. into the world, just like, ah! Mm-hmm. Um, Letting everybody on the timeline know that you I can sing a tune. It. I can sing a tune here. They'll I, do it.
2: I think we should live you on the it, podcast no. right now. We want to sing.
0: The full grove. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I could do. We're going go to full let me grove. See.
2: I need all three verses. I can't do all three verses. I could do the intro and the key verse. change. I, I, you hear it? Yes. I also need the key change.
0: Oh, wait, where am I? When I was down, is that how and it? oh, my soul so weary. It's too low. My voice is gone. It was something like that. It was low, and it was. I had to do I, it really low. And there has
1: to be a video somewhere. Right?
0: There will be a video eventually. I'm sure somebody took it. it.
2: Uh, well, They're touching okay. it up. It's so, in post right now. So, <laughs>
0: so I, I, the other person I really need to thank here um, who really, really helped me out was my sister, Kelly, who is one of the most amazing singers I've ever heard in my entire life. She went to musical theater degree at Syracuse University. She's been on the podcast before as well. If you go back to our Christmas episode two years ago... I. I just interviewed her at my mom's kitchen table, which was a very entertaining interview. She's Mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, And she's great, right? So the fact that she was stressed out about this stuff and that we're like, we're like sitting in her minivan out front of a Walmart in Long Island because we had nowhere else to go. And she's like playing YouTube karaoke tracks through the car stereo. And we're just, just so angry. We're just so like, oh my God, I don't know what we're going to do. And the third person I need to thank is Phil, the organist. Phil, the cool organist from the church, who I walked in with all my concerns, and he was like, "He's like, honey, I can drop these keys like four for you. You'll be fine." Yeah. And he's like, "I'll take." He dropped it down. Aww. I was living the dream. It was so great. That's nice. uh, and then at the end, me and my sister got to sing a duet, which was unplanned. I just came and Aww. helped her sing the last one, and that was nice. So it was fun to sing with my sister. Uh, but that's why I have no voice. So wedding was great. Uh, also, have you guys ever been to a Long Island wedding?
1: I went to one.
0: Did you? Did, you go, did they like move you through rooms in, like a and like a building or something? When
1: we went to like cocktail hour and stuff, we went through one room that had food in it, yes. and then we moved into another room, okay. and then there was a band to, in the other room, and then there was a table next. Yes, it was food, so I ate all this food when I first came in. I've been to weddings. We-
2: I've been to weddings like that. No, no not this, this is Long like Island, different but...
1: though. This is different. Yeah, because uh, I talked. Uh, different. I talked to
2: some of the people okay. down, there. Okay. The people down there. You don't know where I've been, but you know I don't it's care. different. I'm, Interesting. No, I know you don't care. That's
1: you've made the Long Island
0: folks told me that this is pretty. This is like a common thing that you see in Long. Like Long Island weddings tend to do this thing. Escape really rooms? Yeah, yeah escape, <laughs> wedding, escape room thing. wedding, right? I remember. There was a moment, though, where we sit down in this big, beautiful... Uh, if you want to look up the place, it's called like Briere Catering. Check it out. It's somewhere in Florida. Uh, Long Island. I don't know why I said that. Um, they walk us into this bar, and there's again, there's all this food. There's mm-hmm. a table of, of Middle Eastern food, and there's mm-hmm. a table of Latin food, and there's like calamari and, and chicken and rice and there's an open bar and I was like, wow, is this dinner? I like, thought that was is this thing. dinner? Same is same this thing. all the food we're eating? So I'm going eat. in, I'm like, give me yes. some of that food I'm eating. And then they bring us upstairs and there's like a whole table, like different tables laid out and there's individual menus with like 8 to 10 items that you can choose. wild.
1: And then I was like, wait, I'm, I have to eat this now.
0: I told my mom at the end, I was like, if I
2: ever get married, I'm eloping. You're never getting, I'm not paying That's for any of this. It's it. never happening. You could have a party afterwards. But, but I mean, if you got it, you got it yeah. though. Because like I'm the same way. Like if I ever get married, I'm gonna low. But it'll be low key. I don't want to spend all this money. That being said, mm. if I had tons of money, you better believe my wedding would be out of control.
0: If I had lots of money and I was like trying to have yeah, a party, like right? It, right? Yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah, If
2: you've just got it and it, it genuinely means nothing to you to drop seventy thousand on a once once sure. hopefully once in a lifetime party, yeah. and you've got it, well then you might as well provide for people because you want your guests to have a great mm. time. But at the end of the day, if you're killing yourself to pay for a fancy yeah. wedding, you're a fool and you get what you deserve. <laughs>
0: um, Heather, I have two questions for you as the only married person here at the table. Okay. Uh, we had a discussion about this earlier. When you got married, did you and Zach do the garter belt thing? Um, you didn't do it. I didn't. No, do, who does I that? I didn't do somebody.
1: anything. I didn't throw. I didn't want any of that because I didn't want mm. people to sit through anything. Right. No, okay. The only of thing we did was the father, mom, the, uh, the father, um, yeah, the yeah. mother, son dance. That was it. Mm-hmm. We, I can't x out everything else. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, I, sorry. He's if not going to listen to my cousin's. Not okay, going to listen sorry. to my cousin's. <laughs> not going to
0: listen to this probably, but their uh, garter removal thing mm-hmm. was very sexy. It was the... <laughs> he. He basically gave her a lap dance. It was the highlight of my weekend. I was, I was having. It was so funny. It was so funny because every in of my family is like they're blown I away. Point by out that
2: it. it wasn't the highlight of your weekend because it was sexy. No, it was it just was the, the reaction because it was funny.
0: The reaction in the room
2: because like
0: I don't think everyone. I think what happened is no one ever saw my cousin is like as a. Like a sexual being, I know it yeah. sounds weird, but like he's yeah. just oh, it's yeah. our little, it's our yeah. little, yeah. it's our little yeah. cousin, right? Like, yeah. And I think for all my aunts, so we're just like, oh my god! Yeah. And I was just like, yes,
1: Sorry. yes,
0: <laughs> somebody get this on tape. Uh, I love that; it was amazing. Uh, I, I, I loved it. Uh, but I was just curious if that was a thing did you have to tell the person we're not doing this was that something that they asked you if yeah, you wanted to yeah. do like, yeah, yeah. that's
2: what my brother and his yeah. wife did too when they got married and they asked and they laughed they're like no that's, no, that's we silly we
1: right to, right to music and food yeah. right to was, music like, we and came food. in we're like dance and done mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> hmm. very good uh, and then um, the other thing that I forgot about and this isn't really wedding related is I, w- I thought I liked driving in New York City I really did I thought it was like alright um man no. I was so agitated and stressed out. I think I snapped at my mom and my aunt and my stepdad in the car because they were all trying to like talk to me at the same time. Like, take this leg and take like, us. No! Stop! Shut up! Uh, I don't know how you do with driving in big cities. You, you, I've
1: driven there. I'm you, not, I don't do well. You don't do well? You make Zach
0: drive when you're out there? Yes. You just, not, I'm not. No. I get stressed out. The problem is, I notice now is I get stressed out if the if my mom or stepdad is driving. I feel like I'm suddenly. I was gonna say
2: that that's where I'm at. I don't love like I don't seek it out. I'll, I'll certainly you know what I mean. Like I'm not looking to go down to New York City for a week and drive every day. Yeah. Yeah. But like if I have to do it, I will. And that's where I'm at. Kind of where you're going is. Um, if I'm in the car and we're driving in a place like that, I would rather be behind the wheel than anywhere else. Like I don't right. want to be in the car. If somebody's got to do it, I'd rather it be me in the car because it is frustrating when you got to sit in the passenger seat yeah, and went there, mm. put over there. you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. You got to go. You have yeah. got to go right well, now. You got to stop hesitating. Got to go. <laughs>
0: what you're talking about in the porch? It's in big cities, New York City, Chicago, like LA, big giant like cities like that. It's a hazard to be a defensive driver. Mm-hmm. You are a problem for the other people on the road, and it is. Potentially, like, I would very say,
2: I would say, I mean, almost any city center, even if you're in Albany or Buffalo or yeah. Rochester, Syracuse, you know what I mean? You. When you're driving in a city, yeah, the worst thing you can do is be, like, hesitant and timid. And, like, you think you're letting people go, but you're not doing anything besides creating like like, traffic jams. <laughs> the one thing I do... Be decisive. The one thing that I do Firm. sort of like when driving
0: in, in, like, New York City and places like that is watching other people drive, like, absolute maniacs and then just criticizing them. Like, me and my stepdad were in the front seat, like, look at this maniac! He's... Weave it inside and out of lanes It'll go 90 miles an hour in a BMW. I feel, like, I feel like,
2: like for a lot of New York City driving, the thing that makes it um, a little bit easier for me, the thing that makes it not that tough is you're probably never going over like 40 miles an hour, and even then, like you're doing a lot of 25 when you're driving yeah. through the city. And so it's easy to just kind of you accept the fact that it's going to be slow going. You're going to get stuck. You're going to be waiting at lights. That's
0: what's interesting though. In in the city, it's like that. But once you start getting on like the Long Island Expressway and the Brooklyn Queens Expressway, and you start true. doing yeah, that yeah. bridge and tunnel thing. Mm. That's a that's mm. an underrepresented aspect of driving in yeah, the city. You're not
1: that ever, is race cars yeah you're going
0: 60 miles an hour and cars are whipping around you and cutting into multiple exits that are coming up every half mile and they're all on different sides of the road it's a, and
2: they do it every day so they don't care
0: they do mm-hmm. not care yeah they they people are, who
2: live out there because the same way like you didn't know, you get knots having arterial out here you know coming down yeah, from like yeah, riverside yeah. you're just like i live here i across i know what's here uh
0: all right so that's all i really had for vacation uh wedding stuff again uh, congratulations to Joe and Annie! Great time, great party. Had a wonderful time. I'm so happy for you guys. You guys are the best. Excellent party. Uh, my family can't dance. None of us know how to dance. I noticed. We're all the worst, most awkward dancers. We're how were how was
2: the family of the bride? Oh yeah. it's all the salsa music. They were partying hard. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, they're like Latin American family, and they oh, party so, so much harder than my like white middle like middle like Syrian we had, family. Uh,
2: we had a Jack and Joe party. Um, Place I was working at not too long ago, and the family, like both sides of the family, were Latin American. Yeah, so they gave me a playlist. They wanted all the salsa and stuff, and every it was everybody was dancing, and everybody was amazing dancers too. Like I'm watching people, and it looks like they're like, well, you're watching Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, and it's just like somebody's like mom and somebody's grandpa. <laughs> I, I like, told what the hell's going on. I here? told all
0: my younger cousins, I was like, marry, uh, marry Dominican people from now on. These are the only weddings I want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. Know, like I'm all these, I'm are the, only coming. I'm only coming to to Dominican weddings. That's the only I'm doing for now on. Uh, great time though. Excellent stuff. Uh, I do have a few like New York local-based stories if you want to run through before we get to the interview here. Uh, one, state
2: of New York or State of Utica?
0: Uh, a couple. A couple back and forth. One is a New- uh, statewide one that I saw today. just saw it this morning as I was driving in. Did you know that New York today became the first state to officially ban the declawing of cats? So now it is illegal to declaw your cat if you live in New York. When I was a kid, my... My my sister's cat was declawed. I don't know if different times back then. Yeah, Yeah. different times. Very common then. Yeah, but now in hindsight, with Charlie around here, I. Feel like you're. It's a terrible
2: thing to do to a cat. It's it's hard. They say it's not even your nails. They say it's like cutting off your finger. It's like you're cutting off a joint. Like you're cutting it. So imagine cutting off your fingertips after Mm. that, like last joint at the end of the finger. Is that just? Was it just a time and place thing? Was
0: it we didn't?
3: It was. It was was the
2: vanity of yuppies. It's like well, our cat doesn't need to have claws. We can have whatever we want. You know know what I mean? They didn't look at
1: it like an animal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: that's pretty wild. Uh, uh, cat declawing is already illegal in much of Europe and most uh, Canadian provinces, as well as uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Denver specifically. So, like, certain cities have banned it. But New York today becomes the first state to do it. Uh, good job, New York. Yeah. I appreciate you uh also this week hey sad news for a guy who used to love this
2: restaurant zeb's new hartford closing oh I dude i that. saw that i still love that <laughs> I place like, like I, everything i enjoy it i'm gonna i'm definitely making a point to go there one yeah. time before they close this location i've had a lot of i've been going there for a long time like even when i was like young and a teen mm-hmm. that was like one of the first restaurants i'd go to where it's like i'll go going with like, this restaurant with I my friends of, or with whoever
1: i kind of feel bad because i haven't been there in, like five years
2: uh, I mean, well, I wonder... I go a couple times a year here and there. We'll go grab lunch sometimes. I wonder if they kind of got forgotten in that yeah, spot up there. It's not like... the... it's a Well, it's a, it's a lot of things. They, that's no longer as good of a spot as it used to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. You know, the there are many options. Commerce now. has shifted to different intersections yeah. and areas. Mm-hmm. I think also it's not super easy to get to, mm-hmm. which sounds silly, but like you got to go up and around and turn into the parking lot. But also, you know, you can blame all those things, but also you've got to look at the people at Zeb's. Like, I don't know when the last time you guys were in there was, but when you go in, nothing's changed. Nothing's been updated, nothing's been marketed, nothing's been changed Mm -hmm. up, nothing is, you know, they're resting on the laurels. It's the same restaurant it was in 2002, and it just, it doesn't work like that.
0: Yeah. It's it's true actually. You walk in and it does feel I was going to say it feels retro, but not in the way that it wants to be retro. It no, yeah. feels like, it's like
1: you need to update this. Feels thing. like it's
0: a little bit of a film on everything.
1: 100%.
2: they changed, and they changed those fries they used to have. Those like hand-cut oh, like killer fries that you could The do cookies it. are still banging. If you oh, get the chocolate, the chocolate chip cookies. The cookies are cookies. still but even those are a little more slack when you get them. Last time when we got them, we we're like you could just tell they took less care in making them. Yes.
1: done. They probably just
2: Yeah, it's a shame, but because I know Sam has always been a big proponent of their everything wings. Zeb's original wing. Yeah.
0: yeah, Okay. So funny story about that. Since we're talking about sister Kelly, my sister Kelly used to work in at that Zeb's in New Hartford. So I used to go up there all the time with my mom to pick her up from work and play. I really liked that Zeb's. Mm -hmm. They had a Nightmare on Elm Street pinball machine and a claw machine. So I'd play those all the time when I go up there. Um, but I always love the Zeb's original wings, right? So whenever my sister Kelly comes home, we always go to Zeb's, me and Randall and my sister and her kids. But they love, they love it. It's like a little Utica thing they like to do, right? New Hartford thing, whatever. Um, so one time, a couple years ago, they've never let me live this down, I was like, yeah, I'll meet you guys up there. We're going to get Zeb's original wings, right? And I was like, and like how many we should you get? I'm like, just get a bunch. Get them all, right? So I get up there, and they'd ordered a bunch of appetizers beforehand, so we're all eating and by the time the wings came out, I was, like, no longer hungry. So there's, like, this big, giant plate of wings. I ate one wing, and I was like, nah, I'm good. And they're like, are you, are you kidding me? They're like, <laughs> we ordered all these wings. You were talking. all like, so... For the last like five years, anytime they talk about Zeb's, like, are we gonna go to Zeb so you can get your one wing? I'm like, yeah. am I ever? No, I really like I'm like, ever? <laughs> <laughs> am I ever gonna live this? One? Never live that one down. So now I'm, I'm sort of secretly glad it's closing. Now.
2: That's fair. <laughs> now, well, do you know what though? I'm not to not to derail your schedule, but with one thing closing, with another thing opening up, uh, I don't know if you saw the Irish Cultural Center open hey, up yes, on Friday. Awesome. Did you I go down? I wish. Oh. I really, really wanted to. It's it's actually it's a funny story. So I was playing a show on Friday night, so I couldn't nice. go to the opening of the Irish Cultural Center. And shout out to my Uncle Johnny, the project manager, my other uncles and cousins that built it. My whole family was out there. My Aunt Debbie decorated it. It looks amazing from all the pictures and videos I saw down at the Five Points Public House. But I couldn't go because I had to play a show. But do you know where I was playing? I was playing at the Mount Carmel Feast in oh, St. Mary's of Mount Carmel deep down on Blooper yeah. Street which for those of you who don't know is the most Italian place <laughs> that exists that. in this city. Like for one feet? weekend I never, not know we had to load in sound yeah. check it was like 100 degrees yeah. I didn't have any oh, time I unfortunately I didn't have any time to enjoy any of the great food or vendors but it was the first time I'd ever been oh, yeah. because I'm not Italian I don't live in East Judica mm-hmm. so I'd never made it mm-hmm. and it was a really cool time I saw you know a lot of wonderful people a lot of good friends of the pod but a big part of me felt like a bit of a traitor mm. because I'm down is there down with at the, LA. full, <laughs> the full celebration of the Italian-Americans here in Utica. And I'm down uh. here providing entertainment. I'm making the Italians dance with our funny little songs Well, the Irish Cultural Center that my family literally built with their own hands is being opened publicly. And everybody that I've ever grown up with is there. And I'm just kind of like, God. The,
0: <sighs> the Italian-American experience is the American experience. I want to go. I always hear things
1: about the food. Yeah, it's great. It's really excellent. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a
0: particular type of good times. It's Mm -hmm. uh, it's great. I used to sing down there with Frank Canistra once in a while when Frank Canistra would play. Frank
2: Canistra was playing before us. He went on directly before us. (laughs) I helped him move some stuff off. Him and his daughter were performing. I didn't recognize him until somebody said it because he doesn't have any facial hair. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, we real all the facial He was clean shaven. I was looking for you know, a mustache, but then I'm like, well, it's got to be Frank, Frank Kanisha and they announced it. I didn't get a chance to talk to him because we had a, we have a yeah, lot yeah. of gear that we load in. We had to get in there and he was out pretty quickly because I was going to say, hey, you're Frank Kanisha and tell him like, I know you and you know, mm. this and that, but they throw a nice festival down there. It was oh, so yeah. hot. It, it, you have it, no you, idea like sitting out there on the stage in jeans under like the lights mm. we were in the Utica City band shell with all the lights that we bring too, yeah. so it was something
0: you usually go out for the week. Do you guys go anywhere with this yeah, heat or I
1: can't.
0: was it hot up there too It was actually if degrees I had camp cooler. I'd never leave mm. Mm. it was
1: actually really tolerable up there mm. Mm. I would have died if I was here
0: uh, one last story before we go to this week's interview uh, <laughs> I brought it up it's mostly to make Kevin ornery a report, uh, published, <laughs> uh, a report published Tuesday quotes former Congresswoman Claudia Tinney as, quote, leaning closer to running. Come on back. 20- when it <laughs> saw it. When I
2: saw that. I saw that. Run it back. Do you, I, Have you ever noticed her make me anything other than keep a talk, <laughs> show? She has a talk yeah, show? She does, yeah. It's the worst. Everything's. She, I heard there's someone else from the
0: Republican side who's trying to run, though, as well. Like, she'd have to campaign heard, against some other she, Republican candidate. I heard
2: that her and Dave Gordon sneak oh, around geez. on the slide oh, That's oh. Start running together. Yeah. come on the podcast. people together, i know yeah. I'm, I'm not saying and they did but a lot no of people are saying it. Announce a lot it. of people many people are saying it. Yeah. guys make it a lot official. of people on both sides
0: we're a very sex positive podcast come announce it officially right. here i will be happy to yeah I'm, I'm happy for anybody who finds love all right let's uh let's go to this week's interview uh a man who uh, a man who really needs no introduction because he's been here so often phil fardo one of oh. our all-time favorites uh, always a great interview. Always a great interview. Always a great
2: that. interview.
0: Yeah, a lot of cool events coming up. Especially there's one tomorrow. Again, I filmed this on Thursday, so I don't. The have... hardest
2: working man in showbiz. Yeah. Phil
0: Farta. <laughs> uh, but he's got a lot of stuff coming up this week. I think there's actually an event coming up today, uh, Tuesday the 23rd. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, uh, check out his event tonight that he has going on. All right. Uh, here's our interview with Phil Farda. We'll be back in just a moment. Well, before we start, congratulations. You're now our sixth time new cool. yeah, cast guest. Uh, congratulations. Of course, Phil Farda is here. And uh, I just have to say this because I always forget when I'm doing the rest of the show. Uh, Phil's interviews, much like a lot of uh, the comedians I bring on the show, tend to be a bit more. N- uh, NSFW than the I other people. S- yeah, I swear sometimes. <laughs> you swear sometimes. So here's just your warning. Uh, I'd like to not edit anybody, but just be aware that it might get a little more blue than we normally get. But that's okay. I love having. I you take though. the I, I take the Gary V approach. to Gary. swearing. I just that's just me. <laughs> I've noticed uh, it's funny too because uh, you remember like in high school. Like I remember in high school when I was like thought it was cool to swear all the time, where every like third word would be a swear word, even if it was like totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like oh man, you have any more than that. And chocolate milk, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like you didn't need that in there, right? It didn't make it any sure. cool, you just right. wanted to hit it in there. It's not a different kind of chocolate, <laughs> it's just yeah, same chocolate. Um, did you uh, I guess gotta ask you because I saw you posted a memory on your Facebook about um, running the Boilermaker like 11 years ago when you had the Superman t shirt on with the crop I did, top, <laughs>
3: yeah, that might have been my first one. Did you run this year? I didn't run this year, did not no, run this year. Oh man, I hear the thing so I enjoy running, I've always had a goal to run the full race, yeah, and I never have. I did the 5k a handful mm-hmm. of times, maybe four or five times. Yeah. Uh, it just depends on like where my level of fitness is <laughs> yes. around the summer of that year. And also, I've injured myself it's like so many times. Uh, I did the
0: 15K like, four years in a row. When I got back from Brooklyn. I was like, because I've been running a lot in New York because my, my roommate who ran, so it was easy yeah. to like jump on board of someone doing something instead of me like motivate myself. It's like, oh, if you're going to go, I guess I'll come with you. Do you know what I mean? Um, but by then, I was I did it four years in a row, and I, I did like it. It was fun. And then one year, I, like, hurt my back and didn't do it. And Did Sally run this year? I yeah. saw him in yeah, photos. Yeah, ran this he year. He runs yeah. every year, right? Doesn't he Yeah, he's Yeah, he's been, you he know, consistently run. for the last few years, he's been running. He's been yeah. doing his thing. I I have to say, I went down to the Mega this year and didn't run it. And I hate going when I don't run because I feel like a lazy bastard. I'm just like... You're a this mooch. Dude. I'm like, ugh, I'm here, <laughs> like... Drinking free beer and not running and not sweating and not feeling like garbage, even yeah. though it's like, you know. I,
3: I, I When I do the event, I love the energy, man. There, it's really cool, especially when you get done running it. You got that sort of adrenaline after the run. Yeah. There's a, there's 14 million. I don't know how they get so many people there. There's It's wild. 14 million people there.
0: The high point of mine was stopping at the Polish Community Center, and I got uh, some potato pancakes, and they were excellent. Nice. They were really good. Uh, and the reason I I was sort of a segueing into this, I know it's mm-hmm. not great radio since we don't have any. Well, I'll put a picture of it. you're looking great, man. You look excellent. Oh, none. thanks.
3: Well, if for the people who know me, I've uh, I've always been a fat tub of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but th- I mean, it's weird. So in my mind, I've always been a fat tub of yeah. shit. But I've been up and down right. my entire life, dude. It was like in my early twenties, some a friend of mine convinced me to do the Atkins diet. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, I was severely dude, overweight. Diet. I was like 250 I pounds. That. And uh, and I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. This everything's yeah. terrible because I'm fat. Like that's that's the one thing. <laughs> yeah, the only thing. That's the one thing. And uh, so my I had his friend convinced me, and yeah. uh, she was a big help. She taught me how to do everything. So it was like I had personal coaching. Nice. And I did. I lost like eight. I think seventy or eighty pounds. I went mm. from two fifty to like one sixty seven was my th- yeah, lowest. Yeah. And it, anytime you, it's so weird. People like they if you get skinny you they people tell you you're too skinny and if you're like mm. you can't you can't ever be the right size. There's there's never yeah, the Yeah, right, right. No,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. If I if I lose too much weight, my parents think there's something wrong my with family, me. My yeah. family, yeah. If
3: you're Italian, you can't be thin. They they, don't I,
0: I think my mom it's funny, I went somewhere last week and I'm I'm going through like a little personal crisis about like being in shape. I realized that after this blowmaker. I'm like, I am kind of these shirts are all tight in the gut, but not on the top. That's a bad sign. You right. have a stop weight? What's your stop weight? I don't even know what I weigh. Last time I weighed myself was like three weeks ago. I was like 178, but okay. it's kind of, that's a little high for me. I used to sure. be in like the 165 range. I could lose like 13 pounds, I I'm a bit. I'm a big advocate of the stop weight. Stop weight. So what does so that mean for you? What that is,
3: is uh, a long time ago, I, you ever see like TV, there's somebody on TV there's 600 pounds? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I go like, man At what point? Like where <laughs> like what size are they gonna get to yeah, yeah, and go decide you know what? I should probably start doing something. And I was like, so you know people they just said you need a stop weight. Cause if you're six hundred pounds, you're like, man, if I just stopped around three fifty. I mean, two hundred seems obvious
0: for me at one seventy eight. Like if I get of course, if I got to two hundred yeah. it's like there's a problem. That's mine. Yeah.
3: Mine's two hundred.
0: Although realistically, if I get up to like one eighty eight, I'm gonna be a little dis- displeased. Like,
3: mm. Yeah. Oh, you don't mm. want to get near this. Don't it's want to get near scary. it. Scary, yeah. yeah it's-, <laughs> it's scary. It's to get near the stuff. What do you do? What So, all I've done this year, I started doing the keto diet, which, which is basically Atkins. It's diet. basically Atkins, man. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, it's. Uh, I think everybody's different. I don't want it. I don't necessarily want to talk about fitness. I'm not just because. I'm yeah, saying, yeah. But <laughs> I'm I, I believe everybody's different, and I believe that for me, that is what works well for me mm. because I can't. I'm not good with portions. Yeah. So I'm I'm better off like controlling what I I like to just have like off limit shit. But yeah. But even, yeah, yeah. even that's tricky. It's just a. I don't think there's any excuse to be fat. Everybody's like, it's hard. Yeah, it's fucking hard.
0: Yeah. Like, of course, that's, the why, that's why we're not all skinny. Well, it's funny, because it creeps up. That's what I noticed over these last like, couple years. It sort of creeps up on you. It's real easy to not do something. Right, Like, yeah. it's real easy for me to be like, oh, I'm just going to sit on the couch here and yeah. watch. Oh, you ever nap? Dude, that's the easiest. That's the best. Yeah. What's better <laughs> than a nap? <laughs> easier <He's laughs> nothing easier than napping. <laughs> Uh, so, I have two questions for you about social media. I've been thinking about this. Uh, I went to your Twitter page to, like, check it out. Are you, like, oh, off I Twitter? Been, You're no, off no, Twitter. I,
3: I just haven't been active.
0: Yeah. Is I mean, any, is do, it... I don't know if it even... Uh, I was just curious if it was right. just... Was there a particular reason?
3: Did do you, you just time say... time out? Um, no, I... Yeah, I just... Uh, I'm just lazy. I don't maintain yeah. it. I just do everything on Facebook. I feel like... Tw- uh, yeah, I don't maintain Twitter. That's all.
0: I think what happened for me is the opposite. Like, I went... Into Twitter and sort of away from Facebook. Facebook and okay. Instagram have become my sort of, like, I have to post stuff here for content reasons. Right, but right. I, I'm on Twitter 900% time, more than I am on Facebook. or. or
3: yeah, yeah. I've, I've moved into, like, Facebook, Instagram. I, I treat them all a little bit differently. I used to use Twitter as, like, where I would post, like, the real blue content. Like, the, <laughs> shit, that, like the, na- yeah. like the shit that was inappropriate, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. inappropriate for Facebook. Uh, and then Instagram was generally... I would do like, I had a rule where like if I'm going to put a photo on Instagram, I got to be in it. So it's like, all right, here's right. my page and these are going to be photos with me. Um, and then Facebook was everything else. Mm. But I don't have, there's no rhyme or reason really. I just, um, it, you know what, I mean, I, I think I got away from it just because there was so little engagement. It became one of yeah. the, I think a lot of people do that. But like you, you start doing stuff online and it's like, all right, well, I just spent, you know, three days making some content. And
0: 14 people saw it. I'm going to yeah. stop doing that. I feel like the big... I was talking about this with uh, last week's guest, uh, Alyssa. We were talking about, like, in terms of like content that people like, video content seems to be the way to go now. People love video content. And that seems like something I'm not as excited to do. I prefer... Sure. It it's, me, yeah. Like, it's like, super hard. It's very yeah, yeah. time consuming. Yeah. Uh, but it's been uh, 59 episodes since you were last on here. So it's been yeah, a I year do, yeah. and seven weeks. Yeah. Uh, since then, you have a lot of dog content on your Facebook. You got dogs or something? I, I got two
3: dogs. Yeah. <laughs> this are has been that? going on for years, though. This has been not, this isn't new. This, this isn't new. Yeah. Because yeah. We, I've always, uh, Laura and I always share dog cute yeah. dog stuff. I love dogs. <laughs> are you not a cat Anybody person? Do you that, hate cats? I mean, I don't care for cats. They make me nervous. That's all. They're too sharp. That's all. They They're too they're sharp. Predators. Yeah. They're little angry little predators. Yeah.
0: You ever hold a cat?
3: They just, they dig into you. I don't like that.
0: I, uh, the thing that makes me laugh about a cat, because I have the cat, he's, he's somewhere around here. Well let's
3: keep him he's yeah. Wherever he's he is. fine.
0: But uh if a cat doesn't want to be like held by you, it will get out of your grasp. Like yeah. it, uh, you ever try to hold a cat away from going out somewhere doesn't want to go, it's not fun. I it's try not it. to touch kids. I don't <laughs> they're too and they're something. too quick. <laughs> they're just they're like they they're too quick. They're too quick. Yeah.
3: Uh how many dogs do you have? Two dogs? Just two. So everybody would always ask when we're we getting dogs because yeah. we share them all. And we were just like, look, when the well, when we find the right dogs, we'll get them. And we had certain con, like things we wanted for a dog. And then uh, Rachel Bay shared a picture of these two dogs at Stephen Swan's. These little Pomeranians—they're yeah, super yeah. cute. And we had this talk like, man, wouldn't these are the right size and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's two of us and there's two of them. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and we went and got them. What's your name? Well, they came with names. So you didn't change the names? So I've no. had this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would. I would have maybe, but their names are Tammy and Sammy. Tammy and Sammy. That's cute. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's cute. Well, I I feel like if you change it, you're kind of doing a disservice. We changed our dog's name when it came from the pound because it was a terrible name. It was a lubber, L-U-B-B-E-R. Oh, that was my nickname in high school. Lover. Yeah, Yeah. lover. So we just named him something else. My mom named him Smudge, which is much more charming. That's adorable. He was not a cute dog though. He's kind of a jerk. He's like a jerk dog. All right. uh, you never know what
3: you're gonna get. That's when they tell you to adopt a dog. You don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs>
0: it's like kids. You yeah, no, you don't know, you know what
3: happens. Oh, you were beaten for the last six years. I have no idea. It's true.
0: Rescue dog. What was his dog's upbringing before this? Right. Like yeah. rescue dogs. Though I feel like that's the way to go. I feel. You see all those commercials on TV? They really get to you. They get, like I feel guilty when I watch those. Like see, I don't care about any of that. <laughs>
3: When it's like I think like they go like don't buy a dog rescue a dog but then what happens to the dog that you were going to buy it's going to go to the pound
0: <laughs> buy, just buy a dog well it's crazy because if you go buy like a purebred dog like, my sister bought like a dog when uh when I was younger it was like a Dachshunds, like a purebred Dachshund, sure, they're cute. and they're they're expensive mean, though. Yeah, it's like it's crazy expensive to buy a purebred dog. It's like fifty bucks sure. to go buy a sure. dog from the pound. They're just giving them away for the most part. That's where I feel bad being like, oh, I want a bulldog. It's gonna cost me six thousand dollars. I gotta ship it from somewhere. Like, oh, we thanks. always wanted a pug, but they're pug. hard to come by and they're very expensive. Pugs, Pug's expensive. You,
3: you could spend like fifteen hundred dollars to get a pug.
0: Yeah, they're very expensive. I see. I can't. If I feel like I'm gonna get a pug. I feel like I just might as well bite the bullet and get a bulldog at that point in time. Yeah. It's like I'm halfway there. I wouldn't even spend $1,500 to get a human. I, I'd spent less on
3: cars. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like if someone kidnapped my mom and they, <laughs> the ransom was $1,500. to
0: think about it. I I'd be know. like,
3: will you take $1,200? <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's all I got, really. I don't yeah. have it. Uh, so i got to ask you. Stage time trivia. You guys have been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, will was just on a few weeks ago I talking saw that. about yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, how long have you guys been? I'm just curious now. How long has this been going on for you now? Uh, we
3: started in like 2013. So, so how many years? Is it's about that? six years now. Yeah, I'd, Well, I'd say f- we must have started trivia really five years ago. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like, and it feels like you guys have been going
0: really steady since then. It feels like it's been a success. We're rocking, for you. man.
3: Yeah, we got a we got a really solid brand. We got. Uh, we got we've we've been fleshing the whole service out where like that now the social media content all matches like yeah. each night's game yes so if you're playing monday
0: you know that we have a clue
3: of the day that comes out so we mm-hmm. got a good system down
0: nice yeah. i've been i've been loving the uh, the pop culture specific ones you've been doing these office ones parks and the, rec the these theme are nights. great ideas yeah yeah
3: those are the those are fun so we just did uh, parks and rec we did the office prior to that and uh, we got we're doing a '90s night coming up at Pins.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on uh, yep. Tuesday, July 23rd. So tomorrow, if you folks are listening to this,
3: so yeah, um, so tomorrow night we're going to yeah. be at Pins. Uh, we are currently sold out, but it was just a pre—it was a free event, so it's a pre-registration. Nice. There's a chance people are going to flake out. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. then so if it's so, like if you really want to play, uh, you could come to the event. If teams don't show, you can probably get in. We're going to take 20 teams. Uh, so, if you have any other thoughts about the like, other
0: pop culture ones, you're gonna do going forward? Dude, I
3: want to do it's because it's relevant right now. I want to do Stranger, Stranger things, things, right? Yeah. And I want to do like an '80s theme night with around Stranger Things. Yeah, '80s and, and is always and, a good, smart yeah.
0: call. People like '80s nostalgia right now. And have you seen it? You must have seen we, the new uh, season. Kevin and I just did the big spoiler pod section at the end of last week's podcast. Oh, good, actually, good. we just both finished it this week. Uh, I liked it. I really, I, I enjoyed a lot. I of loved it, it man. Mean, yeah, uh, I'm not. You know. I, You can sit here with any, like, fantasy content or sci-fi content and, like, pick sort of holes in it. But that's not really what I'm looking to do. I enjoyed it a lot while I was watching it. I I liked all the characters. I liked the world they create. I'm not looking for much more than that. I really enjoyed a lot of it, yeah.
3: I liked pretty much everything about it. I would have liked to see more from Eleven. I wanted to see... She was super badass throughout the show, but I would have liked
0: to see her do more. I heard somebody say, now that, uh, you know, if... a little more vocabulary next couple seasons. Like I'd like to have her a little bit she still does that thing where she talks in like one word sometimes. Yeah, I like that. I like that about her. I like I wanna see a little more advancement. I like that she's like coming out on her own a little bit and becoming yeah. like a human and not just like dose X mocking a Gene Gray from X-Men who kills everybody with her mind, right? Although that part is cool. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you got Game of
3: Thrones or Harry Potter or stuff uh, like that. Yeah. Have you done that already for like theme nights? Uh we did Game of Thrones at Woodland. Uh, brewery. I think it's kind of a morbid. That one. was <laughs> a hit. Yeah, it it seems was, like a hit, but that like was a smash hit. We did it after the after the season wrapped.
0: You gotta be careful with some of them. they like, I'd love to see like a Sopranos one, but like how many people are in on the Sopranos? Well, that's what, I mean, what I mean. It's like, a
3: lot of it comes down to because I so I pitched when we when I met with Pins, I pitched them the Stranger Things, night yeah. of 80s, and they were worried that it was too too niche, specific. Right? Yeah, and yeah. they're like, well, we don't want to exclude people. So then we did, you know, they're like, let's do '90s and, and that worked fine. And we got, mm-hmm. we already, I think we sold a hundred. We have a hundred people like pre-registered. So have you done a wrestling one? Uh, I feel like Will
0: feel like he would have picked that to you somewhere.
3: I have never done it, but I, that would be a Will night. That for feels sure. like a Will yeah, night for sure. That's a Will night for sure. <laughs> and You could come, yeah, and costume and stuff. I, I like that idea. I also would like to do uh, Letter
0: Kenny. If you, I don't know if you uh, ever you seen Letter Kenny. Uh, good friend of the pod, Mark Simon, always talks about Letter Kenny yes. and why we should all be watching it. And like, I think. None of us have. <laughs> it's, dude,
3: I thought it was going to be real stupid because uh, it feels, it, it looks and feels like Napoleon Dynamite to yeah. begin with. Yeah. But uh, as we watch it, it's funny. It's well written. Is it's it like, like Canadian or a It's script? Canadian. Canadian, it's okay. Very, it's very Canadian. What's the, uh, was Trailer Park Boys Canadian? That was another. I don't know, man. I couldn't get into that. You didn't watched, like that one. Nah, I watched. I mean, I watched a few
0: episodes. And... Time and place with that one. Like I liked it at a certain time, and now when I go back and watch it, I'm like, eh, this isn't quite. as Yeah, as
3: I think anytime it. it was on, it was somewhere in the background where I was
0: super high,
3: and that's, I was like, yeah, well, exactly I don't right. know if I like this or not.
0: I think Aquatine Hunger Force is a show like that as well for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to ask you a question about to explain more about this. Corn Fest that you're doing. What is yeah, this Corn sure. Fest? Yeah, so uh, this,
3: it's coming up August 10th. It's the Schuyler Town's 21st Annual, which is mind-blowing. So 20? 20... They've been doing this for 21 <laughs> why, years. Why write
0: more, more about
3: this? Why hasn't somebody stopped this? That was my question. So, dude, this is crazy. So they have, it's a corn-on-the-cob-eating competition. Concept, yeah. yeah, that's like, really, that's the whole event. And uh, they give away $1,000. It's just a winner-take-all oh, grand man. prize, $1,000 prize. And, and anybody can enter. Uh, the way it works is pretty straightforward. You go to the event. And it's a day-long, like, festival. Right. And you pay 5 bucks to do a qualifier. So, so is, it
0: like, is it like a hot dog eating contest where there's, like, there's no butter or salt, obviously? you're eating just corn on the cob? straight with Uh, water
3: all the corn on the cob is cooked and it's all like you don't have to shuck it or anything right it's it's ready to go but uh yeah so it's all done by weight so like you get the cob you eat it and then they weigh the they'll remain yeah they weigh the remains. so uh you know if when stuff spills on the floor there's that doesn't count i see it's all about what it's all about weight i'm trying to think about the logistics of like trying to eat corn it's probably
0: a a huge mess that's that's all i can think of (laughs) uh, so well i
3: i hosted I, i i like hosted the event last year which is how I got introduced to it. And uh, there's a whole, there's a variety of techniques. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With corn on the cob. Huh. Uh, all of <laughs> which, I wants. was, feel like all of which yeah, my dentist would not recommend. <laughs> yeah. I, but uh, I don't, I, didn't, I don't get into the eating part of it. I just
0: can't, I don't want to eat competitively. I am I'm impressed by the people who can eat competitively, yeah, but it does gross me out to watch the, like, the winner, hot dog eating contest. And oh, like, it's it's too much for me, man. Well, That's,
3: we Will and I uh, hosted the hot dog eating contest at Handshake City. Yes, like I, last yeah. year. It was, I, fi- it was after right after last year's Corn Fest.
0: Yeah, oh. I definitely pitched the idea of just sitting at the table and eating one hot dog slowly. I think Kate's sure. dad took the- somebody's, yeah, Kate's somebody's dad dad, that. Somebody's did that. Somebody did that. dad did <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, which is a, which is what I, I feel like I would do with the corn on the
3: cob yeah. one too. The person last year, I think, that won the corn on the cob contest, they ended up eating. It was like two pounds of oh corn in ninety seconds, though. Nope. It's not something like you. I
0: am <laughs> glad you said that because up until then, I'm trying to think like how how many how much, how working, much yeah. what are we talking about here? But no, two pounds. Is that's, right, that's ninety and seconds. that's not what with, that's without the cob. That's insane. Oh, uh,
3: but gosh. anybody can can uh, register. You just it's five bucks to qualify. Uh, are initi- you hosting you, you do this do event, that. or are you? I'm hosting uh, the whole event. Yeah, are
0: you also doing corn themed
3: trivia, like a whole bunch of. Corn. Uh, so I, dude, I don't. I already have enough to do. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but we're going to have so we're going to have a tent there. Uh, we've partnered up with Yellow House Media, hmm. uh, who is doing like some digital media for hmm. us, and then there's a, there's a ton of other sponsors. But uh, it, throughout the day, there, there's like a kid's hula hoop contest. There's a cute dog show that I'm going to host. I'm, yeah, at, yeah. I'm into that. Um, and then in there's a bounce house and a petting nice. zoo. And then there's like a, a heavy petting zoo for the, for the, <laughs> the adults. adults. It's, oh, uh, it's, it's a very family-friendly <laughs> event, man. You can bring your kids and your pets to this thing. Hmm. Uh, and it's, it's all free. The town of Schuyler puts it on. It's, it's cool. I wouldn't do it again if it wasn't cool. Right, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. cool community event. Hmm and so the people that were running it for 20 years retired yeah. so like now uh it's it's Cosmo Pellegrino's the chairman yes. and Cosmo. Cos is is taking it up so it's a much younger like group of people yeah, that are yeah. they're running so we're trying to I've been helping them with social media we're just trying to brand it a certain way I kind of want to turn it into uh the way I've sort of imagined it's maybe like a, like a day-long music festival and make it like mm. a town fair kind of thing because it's, it's just, a, and then there's a, there's a car show that somebody just threw in for some reason.
0: Do a GoFundMe and see if we can get the band Corn to play at the corn. it'd be, Corn yeah. at the Corn Fest would be, I would actually, this is actually something I was thinking about as we were talking about this. You're doing like this event, you're doing a lot of stage time. Have you had an opportunity yourself to do a lot of stand-up lately? Not at all. Not, Not at, at all. all. Yeah, this has come,
3: uh, which I'm okay with. I, yeah. I perform like where I need to, but I have, now. I haven't been on in a while. Like, the, the Uptown Theater has a op- comedy open mic yeah. every Wednesday, which I would love to get to, but yeah. they I host trivia at yeah. Nail Creek, so.
0: It's pretty cool. I've gone down uh, once or twice, and I get a free night to go do it, and they're really yeah. cool folks down there, so yeah, I like They're great. Uh, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's always interesting, too, because, like, I want. I feel like stand up kind of goes in ups and downs for people. Sometimes, like sometimes you're in the zone where you want to do a lot of it, and then you're doing other stuff, and you kind of move away from it for a little bit. I've noticed a lot of folks. Already- I have. I've considered. Uh, I got a buddy that owns an RV. Yeah. And has
3: a lot of free time. He's just. He's a. Uh, he's a veteran. He does all. He's like very independent guy. Yeah. And we have discussed this like eventually because I also have a lot of flexibility with my schedule, sure. depending on how I book things. So I'm okay. like, we we could take the RV and just go like book a tour. It'd be very easy to go mm. do it. Or, well, not easy, but it would, easy it, enough. It, uh, it, it would be, we, we could pull it off. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's something that could happen. Uh, and there's, I have a friend who's doing it, they call it the Rolling Green Room. The, and they just travel <laughs> in this RV and they do shows, it's it's,
0: it's smart. This sounds cool. like an idea that Maiden Utica's Justin Parkinson would have pitched. He's like an RV maniac. You <laughs> right. You guys can talk to <laughs> yeah, about
3: Maybe we that. can get a deal on his <laughs> RV. Yeah,
0: you, you have to talk to him about that. Uh... Well, the only reason I bring it up is because you guys got the 2019 Comedy Cup uh, registrations now open for people. That's September sixth and seventh, twentieth and twenty-first, and then October fifth. I think I got that right. The finals, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: So we've been—I've been developing the the contest each year, and uh, it's so originally it was just local for Utica. It yeah. was small. It was one show. Yes. It was like one show, one night. Uh, I opened it up to all of CNY. I think two years ago. So we get comics from Buffalo, Albany, Ithaca. Yeah. They come in from all over. And uh, and so this year we just put the, the prize money I think used to be like 500 bucks or something yeah. total. And we put up now that it's $1,500. So nice. it's a $1,000 grand prize and 500 to, to the runner-up nice. comics. Uh, it's all audience vote. So uh, my buddy Matt Major helped me establish we have all online voting yeah. that you do right like live from your phone during the event. We're also looking at, I don't know if we're going to pull it off, but... We uh, are talking about doing a live stream pay per view for oh, yeah. for the finals because oh, nice. one one thing we're doing different this year is, is Cavallo's is hosting the, the yeah. whole series uh, for a number of reasons. It's a great venue, but also you know they're putting up some money toward the the grand oh, prize. Really cool. um, the limitation though is there's only 80 seats in our showroom, right. so like and normally we get like 250 people so we're like oh, how it's gonna sell out like immediately right how are we gonna uh, accommodate because it's people, a
0: smart idea though to, like find a way to like expand the audience for it that way
3: yeah yeah and because i mean if you if you were
0: to watch the live stream
3: then you could also have access to the voting yeah um you know oh, and there's there's certain ways to set it up where you know to keep the integrity of the voting but uh we're it's we'll be working on it mm. but right now we have uh we're taking 32 comics we're going to do eight per night Uh, and I'm trying to simplify it, so if you, if you, if you win a night, we're taking the top two comics, you just go into the finals, it's not like a whole playoff. Right, right. Just because, dude, I used to do, they do a contest in
0: Rochester, very similar. Right, like a knockout tournament or something, yeah. And,
3: uh, Will and I used to go to Mm -hmm. it every year, and we would always get to the finals, and get knocked out, of course, it's, it's the best of the best, right? Yeah. But it took, like, seven rounds, to, to get, get to, to the, the final, so yeah. you know we're just like driving to Rochester to do a five-minute set like for seven weeks. It was
0: insane, no. and I don't want to put people through that. Well, now it's interesting you say because I'm always curious. I love stand-up comedy, and I'm always curious yeah. about uh, stuff like this. If you're doing that in that format, where you're going to do like five minutes like every week after week, you're coming up with obviously new content for each of these. Like uh, sets.
3: you don't have to necessarily no
0: because it'd be a different audience each time. It's usually it? a different audience. Yeah. Um,
3: so. Some contests require you to. It, they usually tell you that up front, you know what I yeah. mean. So
0: it'll say that they want different uh, material. Uh, and with, you haven't doing, a, yeah, You haven't been doing as much stand up, it seems like. But uh, I was always yeah. curious, like, how long does it take for you to like workshop stuff? You could you do like ten minutes right now if they put you up in front of somebody? Do you have like always like five ten minutes on? Well, you? I would just
3: do like my act. Just you know?
0: yeah, I would do my act.
3: Um, but like to workshop something from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, it just depends man. You know, usually like you go up, you you do what you think is going to work yeah. and then you <laughs> yeah. and then you, you you take notes on that. I mean, it could take months though. Really, cuz you'd have to you if you're going to have like a joke, you really want to present it to like 50 different audiences to get a proper gauge of like where and when it's going to work. Right. You know, that's tricky with a lot of open mic scenes are like it's a, it's a circle of friends so it's hard exactly. to get like real feedback on stuff.
0: Well that was what I used to notice when I would go out to New York with my buddy and we would go to like the, the comedy clubs in New York City when he would do the rounds out there is yeah. like most of the people in the comedy club are other yeah. comedians. And a lot of them are not they're playing everything very close to the vest because they're all very competitive. So I would go down there with him and I'd be like oh you no know, hi, hi hi nice to meet you guys and I'd be like you know what's up and my buddy would be like oh he's not a <laughs> He's not a performer. He's a friend of mine. He's like a writer or whatever. Like, oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden they wanted to be. But it was interesting. because
3: well, in locally, it's totally different. Man. Oh, sure. Like, you yeah, know, the yeah, the yeah. scene
0: locally is very supportive. Oh, yeah. Well, that's probably a nice changeover, too, from going to like a big city where it is like that sort of cutthroat mentality. Sure. Yeah. I mean, open mics can become uh, grueling. Yeah. Are oh, you getting blown up on the phone here? You want to answer? It? You can answer on the pod. That's Okay
3: uh can... oh yeah i think it's probably related to work
0: oh it's a work thing yeah oh, do you want me to pause for a second yeah, do you mind oh i
3: don't mind she actually said in this text i can totally try to power through if you can't find someone that's all right what a nice check. that's
0: very see at least she
3: feels that's how you know what she's really sick because she feels bad about yeah it. yeah no she's like the most reliable person i've ever
0: met uh we're back after a brief interlude for work-related reasons it yeah. was very impressive i've never seen boss Boss mode from you. Was, uh, I, sometimes I get serious. Dude, <laughs> yeah. thinks, I'm that very professional. Yeah. I think it's funny too. Like uh, when I, you know, I have like a, to do a certain thing when I'm on the show. But when I'm at like worker at my job, I'm actually a pretty like straight shooter, yeah. serious guy. I think that throws people off uh, when I'm at the office, as opposed to like when I'm in
3: yeah my I, house. I've worked. Uh, I mean, before I b- before this, I worked for years in customer service, mm. just like customer for, to retail, like directly in front yeah. of people. Like it's just, It helps a lot, actually. It's a, definitely a skill. Where were you, where were you at? I did uh, wireless sales. I worked wireless. with Sally. I did, so I did Sprint, Verizon, Sprint, Verizon, T-Mobile. I did that's all a, of it.
0: That's a crazy job, too. I, I went in to get a, a phone not too long ago, and I was like, this is a tough gig. They really want you to pitch some add-ons and oh, sell yeah, up. It's yeah. a yeah, it's it's, yeah. It's a sales
3: gig. Yeah, it's
0: wild. I I, I don't really... I always did, like... It worked like a record store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a
3: clothing store. Those are all it's pretty also, low impact. Yeah, it's also kind of bullshit. When we were... Like, earlier yeah. when we were talking about the gym, right? So, I went and I met with a couple gyms. Yeah. Because I'm looking... I'm not talking, like, Planet Fitness, but there's yeah. a couple gyms where, like, I went and met with them just to see if, like, do, do they meet my schedule and... and yeah. The stuff, like, the stuff that I would need. And uh, they... It was the same thing where it's... I don't think you could sell people, like, a, on a gym or, like, a car or yeah. a house. <laughs> yeah. Like, these are not things where you can sell somebody. It's like, yo, yeah. you... It's, it's like, you just... you. The person has to decide that they need this. Like, yeah. Like, you
0: can't... It's like you're walking by and you're like, you know what I need mean today? New cell phone. I'm just gonna pop All right. and check my... You go in when your cell phone is broken or, like, you have yeah, an yeah. issue or your plan's up or whatever. Uh, I do have some lightning round questions I want to hit you with, but before I do, yeah, just okay. want to say, uh, again... 2019 comedy cup registration spots are still open for people if they want to get involved
3: yeah i figure so we got like five so by the time this year airs yeah there, there might be a couple spots left so get in though
0: before and that's stage time to register for that uh, it's
3: comedy cny comedy cny.com yeah that.
0: i've actually been on both websites there. they're both very nice oh thanks <laughs> i like um, your little emoji characters you made for yourselves on the stage time ones those are pretty good oh
3: yeah man, mean my friend sam that was here last time yeah yeah uh mm. i think Oh, That was a long time ago, but uh, she does this artwork. It's yeah. really
0: cool, yeah. Uh, so, a couple of lightning round questions for you, uh, but one, last time you were on here, or at least one of the times you were on here, I'm sure we've talked about your most, like, your most influential, like, stand comedians that you had growing up, but one of the things that i was curious about was, was there, like, television shows, because I always think of, like, a couple television shows that when I was growing up sort of defined how I how you looked at, like, comedy, and it was, like, The Simpsons, obviously... Saturday Night Live, and then weird like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Like, those are right. all like three shows that I thought were the funniest things I'd ever really seen. Was there like television or like media that you? Yeah, see? yeah, uh,
3: yeah. So I, I really liked an Evening at the Improv.
0: Evening at the Improv.
3: Which I've recently noticed, like you ever you ever uh, on Facebook and stuff, you see them Dry Bar comedy videos. Uh, like, sometimes, yeah. To me, that's like the new Evening at the Improv, yeah. man. It's just these short clips from all these different comics. Mm. Uh, but for TV show wise, I love the Honeymooners, dude. Okay. Honeymooners yeah, yeah, yeah. was hilarious, man. Were you like a Nick and Knight guy too? Did you watch like Lucy and all that uh, kind of stuff? I did. No, I never watched. I love Lucy. I mean, I've seen clips of it, but I've yeah. never watched it. I do think I would probably enjoy
0: it. They're all interesting. I love Lucy is actually very funny. Yeah. A lot of that like Nick and Knight stuff, like Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie, is all sure. a little like okay. You know what I mean, but it, it's charming in its own particular. It's its own right, right. You know.
3: I feel like the "I Dream a Genie" just took off because
0: dads wanted to bang the genie. Was that? That's most, probably that yeah. was the whole premise of the show. I think. Well, like, well, we did it with a witch and it worked. Why don't we do it with like a genie? Right, it's the same kind of thing. It's a wish fulfillment, I guess. Yeah, um. like, re- yeah. If
3: you really had, dude, if you really had a genie like that, that would be a whole
0: different show, dude. Uh, also. I don't understand how the concept of this genie works, right? Genie's three wishes, right? He does he does not does he keep the genie around but not make any wishes? Because this, wouldn't she go away after three? Did they specify she's an infinite genie? Just, I don't know the the whole. The plot. whole I don't know lot. I don't know the whole storyline. <laughs> I think we're missing out on shows but like that. It today, sounds
3: though. it sounds <laughs> a lot like one of my first things I saw was Weird Science. Weird Science, that Which was, like was a
0: little bit a couple years before my time. My sisters watched that
3: okay, show. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, well, it was. I saw the movie. The movie. There was a show though, too, wasn't there? There was a show, but yeah. I don't think I ever saw the show. But I remember the movie. I was like, just that age mm-hmm. where I was kind of figuring out I had a penis.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> them, they
3: build this woman. Yeah. Who uh, yeah, what yeah. was who was she?
0: She was. I can't the, think of her name. I can't can do it on the second screen here. I'll look up her name. Uh,
3: but man, she was great. They just they find, they put all this stuff into like a scanner, <laughs> and out comes this Rachel Bay Lady, yeah. and it's like. Jesus Christ, guys! What the? I don't. The movie would have been totally different. Kelly LeBrock was
0: the actress there. Kelly, which is a name that I remember people saying from like the nineteen eighties, but I don't remember much about.
3: And I don't. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. But I like were they? Were the. Were the teenage boys having sex with her?
0: So, teen misfits Gary and Wyatt design their ideal woman on a computer, and a freak electronic accident brings her to life in the form of the lovely superhuman Lisa, played by Kelly LeBrock. She outfits Gary and Wayne in cool clothes, surprises them with a Porsche, and helps them stand up to jerks Ian, played by Robert Downey Jr., and Max. Uh, But all the while, the boys must hide Lisa's existence from Chet, Wyatt's nightmare of a big brother. Who's okay. Bill Paxton. But, but it your... says
3: nothing about nothing about the, sex. the
0: yeah nothing about that. This is just the IMDb review. Beca- well, because when
3: I like when I watched it as a kid, I thought I'm like, oh, she's cool and helping him out. And then when I got older, I was like, wait a minute, like was she also? Because really, if you want to <laughs> yeah. help out a teenage boy, what better way? Well, they probably
0: they were less seedy about showing that. I well, they're more seedy about showing like naked women in the '80s, but they weren't showing yeah. like gratuitous sex scenes. And I guess they were. 80s was a wild
3: I, time. I, just, you know I remember I was...
0: What time... When did that come out? What year is that? That came out in 1985. That was a year before I was born. Wait a minute. I was five? You probably watched I it. In, I must have watched it, it as a It's one of those things. Teenager. I did that with the movie not too long ago where I was like, I know I watched this movie, but it's like yeah. it came out in 1988. You were two years old. You didn't Kelly LeBrock
3: it. was super hot, though. I just remember she was super this hot. This
0: was the thing that I remember her name from. Like, there's been people like, oh, yeah, Kelly LeBrock yeah. from Weird Science. Uh, a lot of... People in this movie, I'm kind of surprised. Rob Downey Jr. So I don't, I don't remember him. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Uh, all right, very good. Let's get to some lightning round questions again. These are the, sure. these are not the same five or six questions we ask everybody because you've been on here so many times. So we have some different ones for you, uh, Phil. What is the worst job you've ever had that you can talk about? That
3: I oh, I uh, I there was a couple. I'll, one was I worked at Price Chopper for a day. Were you bagging groceries? I was, I got an overnight, I was an overnight stocker. Mm -hmm. And it was like the shift, like you go in at 11 and then you just stock, it's just like really uh, grueling manual labor where you're stocking like tuna fish cans and baby food. And then uh, I worked 11 to 7am and I I think we got done stocking it like uh, around 5am Yeah. and I'm like, oh, thank God we're done. And they're like, well, you got two hours left. You got to like. Clean, clean, yeah, clean. And it's like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> and I quit. I Yeah. And I, but I didn't even quit. I just, I finished the shift, and then the next night, I just called them, and I was like, hey, yeah, I'm supposed to be in at 11, and not coming in. And they were like, all right, cool. And I was like, no, no I don't think you understand.
0: I'm not coming in. <laughs> I got, uh, that was my worst gig as well. Actually, I was a stock boy at a prominent local grocery store in the area, uh, and I left in bad terms, but... I hated it. It was the most depressing job I've ever had. Like I, I remember I was out there one day. And I saw a friend of mine with his mom walking through the aisles, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" And they're like, "Oh, nothing." So-and-so's back from college. He's going to be a doctor. What are you up to? I'm like, just <laughs> stacking these marshmallows into a pretty display. All Paper right, I'm going to go plastic. punch myself in the face for ten minutes. Yeah.
3: I don't like any job where if you try to tip them, they're not allowed to take it. <laughs> no. <They're not> <laughs> any job where it's like, hey, here's five bucks. I'm shots, sorry, I can't I'm sorry, it. I'm not allowed to, <laughs> to be appreciated. Like, what? Oh, How is that a rule?
0: Uh, Bill, who would you cast to play you in the movie about your life? Fred Savage. Fred Savage? Yeah. Why? Just like Fred Savage? You're fan? I just thought I, I he reminded me of myself as a kid when I was watching <laughs> <laughs> Wondering Years. That's fair. I could see Fred Savage for you. Sure. He's or a, maybe,
3: maybe Jonah Hill now. If I yeah. A little too thin now for Jonah Hill. Huh. Well, I guess he's thin now too. He got
0: thin too, yeah. Well, he's like an Oscar winner actor now, isn't he? Like, Or he got nominated for an Oscar, so he's like less funny than he used to be. He's like a serious actor oh, now. Oh, he got serious, sure. Although, I did watch This is the End a couple weeks ago, and he's so funny. In who, who would you pick for you? I always say Sam Rockwell because he I'd seems say like Mark
3: Merritt for you
0: that's uh well now that he's an actor I think that's I think yeah. I just play him all the time that's more mm. along the lines we had the same uh, mustache and soul patch for a yeah. while but I couldn't I couldn't keep it up um alright uh what's your favorite fast food menu item of all time
3: uh, it's a do- it's a Taco Bell dub- double-decker taco.
0: Double-decker taco. Which is, ba- it's just basically two
3: tacos jammed inside of each other. Yeah, yeah you're also yeah. a candy guy. You used to do the candy thing. You got a new candy right now? Anything you're eating? Oh, yeah. We did snack time. Snack uh, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, yeah. Uh, um, Kazoozles, man. For Kazoozles. life. Kazoozles. Kazoozles. They're now, they've been rebranded. To, uh, they're called
0: Sweet Tart Ropes. I got those. Sweet Tart Ropes, After I saw you do that video. Yeah. They're pretty good. I liked them. amazing, yeah. You ever had the Twizzlers that are like that? They have the filled Twizzlers as well. Those are pretty good, too. They're good. They're just,
3: I don't think they're, they're not sour.
0: They're not as sour as you'd like them to be. Uh, I believe that your answer's probably gonna be no, because you'll probably own anything you did, but what's the, was there any embarrassing phase you went through growing up, like fashion, culture style, like anything you did that you look back on, you're a little cringeworthy now? Uh... Oh yeah, for sure. Like that I'm not that I'm ashamed of. Yeah, there's yeah, t- yeah. there's
3: a lot of stuff I wish I didn't do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I always think like I had like the big baggy like jinko jeans for years and I was like, These are a good sure. look. I'm sad that I, I never
3: really knew how to dress, so I so just you- <laughs> what I would do is I would try to get stuff
0: that I thought was
3: cool and just yeah. all put it together. Right, just slap it all on top Yeah, of so I got like Reebok pumps. <laughs> yes. You know, with Those a starter cool. jacket and sweatpants. That would be very cool now.
0: That actually you'd sounds like a today very comfortable outfit. You'd you know? be very cool right now. Like I dyed
3: clothes. my hair red once. Bright, like McDonald's. Uh, like Ronald McDonald, yeah. yeah, bright red. And I went to work and immediately got fired. <laughs> just like And then. it was just... Dude, <laughs> I would, if
0: I was smarter, I would have a, a ton of lawsuits. Uh, yeah, I think about that sometimes too. I got in a car accident once and like just said, you know what? I'm gonna let insurance handle this. Yeah. In hindsight, fuck I it.
3: got laid off from APAC for wearing a dress to work. I wore a dress to work in protest and they fired me. But this was way before. This is when there was only two genders and yeah. it was I could not. I would have <laughs> fucking cleaned up, man.
0: If I, uh, I did that nowadays. I, uh, I also I didn't get fired from APAC, but I just stopped going. I had that job. Dude, I did that too. Yeah, I I remember I was there one day. It was, I was on my last warning, right? Like, I had been late a bunch of times. I like, called And the last
3: like, warning, there's, like, warning 16. Yeah. They, they give you a lot.
0: They finally said to me, like, look, I, I actually got off the phone and went to my boss one day. I was like, I'm going to have a mental breakdown. I got to, I'm, I'm going to sit down for a minute. They're like, go home, you know, take the weekend yeah. and come back if you want, right? It's fine. So I came back a couple more days, it was fine. And then one day I'm driving up there, and it was like, it was a beautiful day, it was like a sunny afternoon, and uh, I was driving down Genesee Street, and I looked at the parking lot, and I was like, nah, (laughs) and I just uh, drove home, and I think I played video games for ten hours.
3: I, when I was at APAC, a girl broke up with me, so I was heartbroken. Oh yeah. And uh, I couldn't do my job. (laughs) I couldn't do my job. Inconsolable. So I I walked out. (laughs) And I didn't go to work for eight days. Yeah. And I, just ass- I was done. I assumed I was fired. I was like, I'm, I stopped going to work. And I get a call from them and they go, hey, look, you've been gone for, it was like almost two weeks. Yeah. And uh, they're like, but you had some vacation hours. So we can just use those. If you want to come back to work, and I just went back to work. Is back. I'm back from work. Like, dude, I just I walked
0: out for two weeks, and it was fu- I got paid for it. I think uh, it, it was good money at the time when I was when I was doing oh, it. It was the best job in Utica. Uh, but I just I did that twice. I did APEC for a while, but then as I got older, I did like an insurance company thing, which yeah. ended up being fundamentally the same job. Sit on a computer. People call you against your will. You answer the phone. You try and fix their problems, or you kick them up to a manager when you can't yeah. fix what they want you to fix.
3: And then you get yelled at for not doing it fast enough. That yeah, not, and they like,
0: yeah, that was actually the moment where I gave up. When it was like, they're like, "Okay, here's when your breaks are going to be for the day." I'm like, "Wait, I can't just go like go to the bathroom or like get up and get a cup of coffee yeah. or like." A, that was my, my yeah, favorite. Yeah. My
3: favorite flaw with that entire system was that there was like a, there was a speed requirement. So it's yeah. like somebody calls up and they're like, "Yeah, I got to disarm this bomb." And you're like, cool, I got, I'm supposed to get you off the phone in a minute 40. <laughs> yeah, like, I gotta what?
0: Kick, kick you up to my... You know,
3: my... It's, 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 So some of this shit was real serious, and, you know, I'd, I'd have this feeling of satisfaction really helping yeah. somebody, but it would take, like, 40 minutes. It'd I, be one of those calls where... Because, like, Leo, yeah, when you call customer service, nobody cares... That's no. the biggest complaint. That's like nobody everybody hates calling customer service because you're gonna you know you're gonna call and you're gonna get a hold of somebody yeah. that does not give a fuck.
0: No, and they're on a time limit to get you in and out. Yeah. And it's just like I used to get my quotas at the end of like the week when I was working at that insurance gig. They're like, the average phone call is supposed to be whatever, three minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. Your phone calls average out to like eight minutes I'm like right. well I'm helping people People like, I'm are talking nice. to them I'm like what do you want me to say I'm like, I'm, I sit on the phone I put out a hold until I get an answer I come back I'm like people like me on there right? I'm popular yeah, yeah. Uh, but no I, that lasted about a week and by the time I put my two week notice in they were already like yeah we had your stuff written up we were, we're waiting, waiting for you. this we were ready for you Um, uh, there's a movie that's on TV that you're flipping through is there ever a movie that you're flipping through you always stop and watch no matter what what's going on
3: uh, it would be Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber always. I, don't, I mean, I don't know that it's. Oh, it's not on TV often. Sure, uh, but or more realistically, I'd get, I always seem to get stuck on Shawshank Redemption on TBS. That's a classic one for some reason. On, yeah. yeah, any scene that you, I pop on, I'll sit and, and I watch just for a figured minute. out that they they raped Andy. You just put that together. Just it's a big part put, of the movie. Yeah, I've seen it twenty six <laughs>
0: times, and eventually I was like, oh he, oh god, he got raped. Yeah, the guy who's the 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 leader of that gang there, he's in. Other stuff, and it's weird for me to like disassociate. I'm like, I know what you did to Andy. I can't, I can't see you as like the nice dad or like the the friendly neighbor because I know what you did yeah, to Dufresne yeah. and I hate you for
3: it. And now I cannot crawl through a tunnel of shit without standing in the rain. I know, at the end of
0: it, dude. Phil, <laughs> um, so uh, again, comedycny.com, stranger. Uh, sorry, yeah, stagetimetrivia.com. Uh, oh I guess I was gonna ask you one more uh, is there any books movies television shows or albums you're currently watching uh, reading or listening to dude I love there's a
3: show on uh, Netflix I think it's on Netflix called imposters that was imposters. fun. two
0: seasons and it's over
3: that was really good it's about like fake people in the industry it's, a, one, con, like, it's a... about Con men. Con men. and oh, sneaky Pete get, sneaky get yourself Pete. watch
0: yourself some sneaky Pete and some imposters Sneaky Pete someone I hear from a lot of people on like uh, social media it's pretty good it's that's dope. Amazon yeah. that's an Amazon yeah, series yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, alright Phil again I'm so uh, I'm so happy to have you back on for the sixth time uh, ComedyCNY.com StageTimeTrivia.com uh, check out 2019 Comedy Cup registration is now open uh, go check out all the events he's in Cornfest Get, sign up for the corn eating contest uh, and thank you so much man I appreciate yeah, you coming Tim. in so it was a pleasure back to the show folks just a minute Thank you once again to Phil Farta. Again, I'm sorry I couldn't remember the name of the event. It was during the interview we talked about it. I just my notes are very very slack. I did find time to highlight all my history notes for you though. There's always time for that. (laughs) There's always time for history. That's my old mentality about life. Uh, All right, so let's get into this week's. They're actually pretty uh, tolerable this week in terms of content. So Uh, yeah. Uh, So all right, on this day, uh, 1959, Ed Wood. His cult hit, Plan Nine from Outer Space, was called one of the, which is called one of the worst films ever made. Premiered, uh, it was independent science fiction horror. You know anything about Ed Wood? Heather, mm-hmm. you ever seen the movie Ed Wood? They made a movie about it. We'll talk about that. Okay, uh, it was a independent science fiction horror film produced, directed, and edited by Ed Wood. Um, the film also posthumously bills Bela Lugosi as its guest star, although he was dead by the time the film came out. They just used scenes from another movie. Big Bela Lugosi guy. Yeah, he's a legend. Mm-hmm.
2: All classic horror guys. Boris uh, Karloff was my dudes. Oh, Yeah.
0: That's a whole other good deep dive, is, uh, Bela Lugosi, Boris Karloff, Lon Chaney, Jr., all them lads. Vincent Price. Vin- ah, Vincent Price, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, the storyline concerns extraterrestrials who are seeking to stop humanity from creating a doomsday weapon that could destroy the universe. The aliens implement Plan 9, a scheme to resurrect the Earth's dead, referred to as ghouls, uh, and by causing chaos, the aliens hope the crisis will force humanity to listen to them. If not, they will destroy mankind with this army of the undead. Uh, Uh, it played on television in relative obscurity until 1980 when, uh, authors Henry and Michael Medved, uh, dubbed it the worst film ever made in their book, The Golden Turkey Awards. Uh, Wood and his film were posthumously given two Golden Turkey Awards for Worst Director and Worst Film. It's retroactively described as the epitome of a so-good-it's-bad movie and has gained quite a cult following. Uh, the 1994 film Ed Wood, uh, is actually, starring Johnny Depp, is about Ed Wood's creation of this film. Uh... I actually just brought up a list of some of the best like so bad they're good movies uh, before I get into that you guys ever seen like Planet from Outer Space or Ed Wood the actual movie they made about
2: it uh, I wouldn't know I, yeah maybe like parts of it here and there I'm familiar with it it's got like the famous poster and everything like yeah. that but I mean there's no reason to go Ed watch Ed was the Johnny Depp movie right Johnny Ed Depp Wood is Dead the Wood? Johnny
0: Depp Tim Burton movie Tim Burton directed the movie and it's
2: that's actually
0: a more interesting watch than going to watch the actual plan on from outer space. Mm. It's a really good movie about like uh, Hollywood in that era. Ed Wood is another one of those great like internet deep dives, it's a really crazy story, like really interesting character who was doing wild stuff in the Wild West days of, of cinema. Uh, I pulled up a couple names of best bad movies if you guys want a second to think about here's a few I found Showgirls Showgirls always considered Famously one of those is a great
2: bad movie yeah
0: Yeah it's like so bad it's hard to judge I watched it.
1: it twice I like bad it though both times even it's, though I didn't it wasn't that good
0: It's entertaining it's mm-hmm. not it's not an unwatchably bad movie She's it's It's a terrible act yeah. She's terrible. Yeah, she does these There, I think yeah. we knew that yeah. after the
2: episode of Saved by the Bell when she got addicted to the pills. I'm so scared. I'm like, so excited. we knew she and was I'm a
0: bad actress then. Yeah, yeah. But you'd think she would have gotten better as time went on. But no, I get yeah. Kyle MacLachlan though. I love McLaughlin. You love Colin or
2: anything. But
0: you can watch him talk about this movie in like things and he's always kind of he's embraced he knows, it.
2: A, he gets it.
0: He's embraced it a little bit now as he's gotten older, but when he was younger, he like very much distanced himself from this mm-hmm. movie when it came out. Uh The Wicker Man starring Nicolas Cage, the remake, which people I feel like I've seen that.
2: Yeah.
1: You've seen memes That's of it on the, the, the one, internet.
2: That's the one where they're outside and they put him in that big giant like straw. It's a statue made of like wood, mm-hmm. wicker. Yeah, and it's like forty feet tall. They put them inside and burn them out uh, in like the sunlight. It's like a creepy cult. You might have out. Of... It's a remake of like a seventies movie by mm-hmm. the same name with the same plot.
0: You might have seen two clips on the internet from that movie that became sort of internet legend. One is Nicolas Cage in a bear costume running up and punching an old woman mm-hmm. in the face. That's a scene from that movie. And the other one is where Nicolas Cage has a thing over his head like a a container, mm-hmm. and they're pouring bees into it, and he's just going ah the bees. They're in my eyes! And they're adding all these CGI bees, but none of them are near his eyes. It's really horrifying to watch. It's a terrible, terrible movie. Um, terrible. Also, Congo, Jason X, Big Trouble in Little China. These are awesome. Any other bad movies hey, you have Wait, what did?
2: did you... Slow down. Wait, what, what did you say again? Jason Kong. X. We're Jason Kong, X, great. Uh, Congo. Congo. Uh, good book. Yeah, the, and the movie Not itself the book. is... I gotcha, but... Shout out to the book.
0: I actually, again, that's another movie that is not good but I kind of like it because it's full Can of like... I not remember what it's about. Uh, Congo was where the, the gorillas and uh, Tim Curry's in it and he's like
2: got that weird accent. They're in the they're, jungle yes. and there's like super like super predator gorillas. Yes, yes,
0: All I remember is Tim Curry just being like we are in the lost city of Zinge and he has this terrible accent the whole time and it's really hard to look away from him. It's it's wild. Mm. And then Big Trouble in Little China which is the Kurt Russell movie. I love from,
1: those movies. Yeah, yeah. those. Movies. I love that. I do.
0: Um, I mean Kurt Russell. Any other so bad they're good movies you can think of? Yeah, I, I, I watch a lot of Mystery Science Theater, so stuff like that's right in my. I love My
1: Stepmother's an Alien. <laughs> I feel like that's a really
0: <laughs> bad, but I could watch that over and over again. <laughs> Is Clue a bad movie? I used to watch that on Comedy Central all the time. A lot of people just say that's a good movie, although I don't think everyone loves that movie. I think it's alright.
2: I can't believe that you're going to. I can't believe that you're not bringing up Starship Troopers right now. Because I know how forgot hard, about you it ride for Starship Troopers.
0: Well, we watched that whole movie a couple weeks. Did you? You know yes, the movie did. I'm talking about?
1: I, I've seen that movie. Did I What did
0: you movie. think of it on rewatch? I
2: it's
1: not. I like it's it.
2: It's not. It's not worth watching.
1: <laughs> oh really? I, I could way, watch ship, it again, it's, it's not well, worth then. watching.
2: Any, when's the last time you watched
1: it? Oh well,
2: that's true. I kind of think it's just not. I, I get it. Yeah. Oh, lol. Sure. I kind but, of think
0: in hindsight the biggest problem with that movie is that all the actors are terrible but there's an interesting or yeah, Denise Richards Casper uh, Van Dien uh, what's his Jake name UC. Jake Busey Jake Busey Neil yeah. Patrick Harris yeah everybody's terrible but Neil Patrick Harris sort of before the Neil Patrick Harris renaissance yeah he's
2: like Doogie House. yeah yeah he's
0: yeah <laughs> it's true Doogie Howser and
2: even post Neil Patrick Harris renaissance I don't buy him as like a gassed up testosterone space troop fighting bugs it's true <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, let's move on to the uh, next history list. On this day, 1966, Frank Sinatra's album Strangers in the Night goes number one on the U.S. charts. Shout out
2: to Frank Sinatra. That's <laughs> true. Uh,
0: Strangers in the Night uh, marked Sinatra's return to number one on the pop charts in the mid-1960s and consolidated the comeback he started in 1965. Combining pop hits with show tunes and standards, the album creates a balance between big band and pop instrumentals. The singles Stranger in the Night... Uh, Reached number one in the pop charts while Summer Wind slowly became a classic used for television commercials and mood setting entrances by the 2000s. This album uh, won Record of the Year and Best Male Vocal Performance in 1967 for Sinatra. It was also the final album that Sinatra performed with his longtime arranger and conductor Nelson Riddle and his orchestra. Uh, it's also the only Frank Sinatra solo album to to sell a million copies and be considered platinum, which is mm. kind of interesting because if you from this era, I feel like albums didn't mean the same thing no. in like the nineteen mm. fifties. Mm, not at all. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Because I always like remember looking for Frank Sinatra albums when I was doing like iTunes stuff. Like, what's the best Frank Sinatra albums? It's Like, there's not really the greatest yeah greatest hits. album. The greatest album, hits. Right?
2: The best Frank Sinatra album.
0: I would argue that this is like the only like good like Frank Sinatra like studio album if I you want to call it try that. To speak to I have this one. Album, so I'll it's take good. a good
2: word for it. Uh,
0: Frank Sinatra uh, was convinced that the mob-associated singer in Mario Puzo's novel The Godfather, Johnny Fontaine, was based on his life. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, uh,
2: there's a reason he was convinced
0: uh, Puzo wrote uh, in 1972 that when the author and singer met uh, Sinatra started to shout abuse and called Puzo a pimp and threatened physical violence to him uh, Francis Ford Coppola, director of the film adaption said in the audio commentary that obviously Fontaine was inspired by some kind of Frank Sinatra character uh, yeah what a wild is Frank Sinatra on the same level as like the Beatles
1: of course i think he's different yeah different
2: different i mean if if we're assuming that all levels are linear which i don't necessarily ascribe to like it's first place second place third place like it's a tier system i think it's probably it's probably more like a like a spider web or like a smattering of stuff that's connected yeah he's a huge name but i mean i would definitely say that as our grandparents generation dies off um he has less cultural cachet than he did
0: a lot of people. Uh, this is the music critic was basically comparing him to the only people who really matched his popularity in the 20th century, like Elvis Presley, the Beatles, and Michael oh, Jackson. Yeah. Those were the three. Yeah, that, that, that would. He sort I of... can see that. Mm-hmm. I, I think Sinatra, I feel like maybe it's because I come up in like an Italian family, but Sinatra always felt very nichey and kind of like a particular thing for me. And I guess I kind of underscore the cultural relevance outside of like just my grandparents and uncles
1: as
2: somebody who's not italian there's a lot of stuff of his that i like but it, it's a very specific mood you yeah. know what i mean like it's really a thing there's a lot of stuff that i enjoy and like frank snatcher is one of those guys who every once in a while i'll be in a mood and it's something i will reach to or like maybe listen to in my car mm. or like it's good like putting on if you're like Cooking, hanging around the house, like Sunday music. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? if yeah, that yeah, makes sure. sense. The Sunday sauce music. Or if you're drinking yes, like a it, bourbon, I mean... <laughs> you're
1: sitting there drinking some whiskey or something. Yeah, maybe. Like on a five o'clock. Maybe. I think that you want
2: some bourbon? I've been wanting oh, some. I'll pour you some bourbon right now. Do you okay. want a bourbon? No. We can get you one right I'm now if you want. we pause the show. i yeah, I'm, show. Bourbon. Bourbon. I'm yeah. good right now. Thank you. Uh,
3: you
0: know, I th-
1: that
2: kitchen making old-fashioned. <laughs> so fast.
0: Uh, I think that working in Italian restaurants kind of soured me on Sinatra for a long time because you were sort of forced Always. to listen to
2: it. I repeat, all of our friends that have worked at or work at Delmonico's yeah. over the years with that same 32-song playlist. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I did make a very quick uh, non-listed five songs I think are my favorite Sinatra songs. Uh, my Kind of Town. I've Got You Under My Skin. Mm-hmm.
2: That's number one for that's me. That's number one for you. Love that song. Uh, theme from New York, New York. I, that's number like one plus. A. <laughs> uh, you don't even need to talk about that when you uh, say number one. Uh, now I
0: think my favorite is probably Summer Wind, because that's the one I would sing if I was like out somewhere goofing around and playing karaoke. I like Summer Wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was a kid, my favorite one was the song Fly Me to the Moon. You read oh, the song man. Fly Me to the Moon? That's a good I one. I dig that one. I, oh, Go ahead. No, no, you go. I was going to say also, shout out to the cover he does of Leaving on a Jet Plane by John Denver, which oh, is the I best. That. Oh, It's amazing. It's one of I my favorite things he's I like, ever done.
2: Um, Just the way you look tonight. Just the way oh, you look tonight. Yeah. It's great. What's the other one? Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Witchcraft yeah. is also a killer. Ain't that a kick in the head? Ain't that. And My favorite Frank Sinatra song for a lot of years turned out to be a Dean Martin song. It's the one they play in like, all the Vegas movies. Oh,
0: God. I know what you're talking about. There's, yeah. Dean Martin has a couple songs that people like associate with. Ain't that a with. kick in the head? That's what it is. Yeah, ain't that a kick in the head?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 also, too, a lot of those songs were considered standards, so a lot of
2: people had what? versions of these songs. That's right? an interesting thing. Even going back to like the Beatles and a lot of other artists like that, mm-hmm. and like you know, we watched that Stevie Wonder thing too, that documentary where it's like yeah. early in his career, you're expected to like go just record standards, and mm-hmm. it's your version of mm-hmm. this song or whichever song.
0: Uh, We're going a little long on these, so I'm going to move on to... uh, I'm going to skip one of the history lessons. move on to this one. 1991, on this day, uh, Paul Rubens arrested in Florida for exposing himself... Pee-wee Herman. ...movie theater. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Paul Rubens, uh, American actor, writer, film producer, game show host, comedian, best known for his character, Pee-wee Herman. Uh, Early in his career, Rubens joined the Los Angeles troupe The Groundlings, which you may have heard of if you're into, like, stand-up comedy in the 70s. Uh, It started his career as an improvisational comedian and stage actor. In 1982... Uh, he began appearing in a show about a character he'd been developing for years, the show called The Pee-Wee Herman Show. He's ran, for, yeah, ran for. well, this is actually the uh, the stage show. It oh. uh, ran for five sold-out months, and HBO, uh, HBO produced a successful special about it. Uh, Pee-Wee became an instant cult figure for the next decade. He was completely committed to the character, doing all of his public appearances and interviews as Pee-Wee, which is kind of a wild thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just taking Keep on. Keeping it
2: kayfabe? Yeah, kayfabe
0: the whole time. Uh, his 1985 feature film, Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, directed by then-unknown Tim Burton, was, was... 85? In yeah, 85, I know. So Damn, right I now. was born in 85. I was
1: four. Yeah,
0: It was a financial and critical success and soon developed into a cult film. Its sequel, 1988's Big Top Pee-Wee, was less successful. Uh, between 1986 and 1990, uh, Ruben starred in the CBS Saturday morning cartoon show, Pee-Wee's Playhouse. Um, while the Pee-Wee character was not originally intended for a children's audience... During the mid-1980s, Ruben started forming uh, that his best role mo- uh, forming him into the best role model he could possibly be, uh, making his television program a more morally positive show that cared about issues like racial diversity. That's what I remember. From yeah, being a kid was the show. Yeah, the four food groups and the dangers of making prank calls, but in a manner that was not overly preachy. Uh, he was also very careful about what he would associate with Pee-wee. Uh, being a heavy smoker in real life, he went to great lengths never to be photographed with a cigarette in his mouth at any point in time. Uh, He refused to endorse candy bars and other kinds of junk food while trying to develop his own sugar-free cereal, but it failed after a a blind taste test. Um, Again, what he got in trouble for in 1990, he took a sabbatical from Pee Wee in 1990, uh, after he was arrested for indecent exposure in an adult theater in Sarasota, Florida, which seems so weird that that's a thing you would do is go to an adult movie theater. I guess pre-internet, that's how you would. One
2: hundred percent. So weird. Like, which in... is a shame. This poor guy, because like you, like for sure, don't you know yeah. in public. one hundred percent. But go for that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but it's one of those things where it's like you know, in in a different time, like if you've got urge, you got things you need to take care of, like. What a shame that the only place there you can was, go to do this is this public theater. But who the hell are these people in Sarasota, Florida, at the adult porn theater? Like, what, isn't that what people what? are doing in there? Yeah, yeah that's I, what I just In assumed. Florida, you know, all the places? I assume
1: that just happens. That's
0: what do. I assume goes on in a, in an adult movie theater. It's like the worst job in the world is to be the janitor, right? Like, you don't want to work there. Uh, so, he comes back, starts, okay, let me, let me go back for a second. It does postpone him doing any major projects for another eight years. So he it does was a, a huge deal, huge yeah, deal. Yeah, massive media attention. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until 1999 when he appeared in several big budget projects, including Mystery Men and Blow, and started loved
1: him and Blow. Yeah.
0: And he started well, at this point in time. He also started giving interviews as himself, mm-hmm. as opposed to also, outside of the uh, character.
2: Shout out to he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really? Was he? I didn't know that. I think he was. Wasn't no. he? I don't know. i look you're up. thinking of
1: that crazy vampire that had a crush on her.
2: No. No? No, I'd be, I would be willing to bet, I'm almost 100% positive he was in that. I'll have to do some. Movie? We can look movie? it up, yeah, yeah. The movie, movie? Oh, yeah, the, 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 not movie. the show. No, the,
1: nobody the show,
2: the movie. <laughs> oh. Christy Swanson, Luke because Perry, David Arquette.
1: I about that.
2: That scary German dude. He wasn't
1: in that.
2: He was like the, the main vampire's lackey assistant. Look
0: it up. I'm looking it up right now. I'm doing my research on it. Look uh, it up. Yeah, he, he is, is. No shit. He is? Yeah. Wow.
2: Heather Wasslitz. Wow. wow. What do you know? Come on.
0: Uh, so, since 2006, Rubens has been making cameos and guest appearances in numerous projects, including Reno 911, 30 Rock, Dirt, Pushing Roses, The Blacklist. Uh, since the 1990s, he's worked on two possible Pee-wee films, one Dark and Adult, uh, the other a family-friendly experience called Pee-wee's Playhouse the Movie. Uh, in 2010, he went on Broadway to do the Pee-Wee Herman show. And then in 2006, he helped write and direct uh, a Netflix original film starring him called Pee-Wee's Big Holiday, where you praise the role again. I think HBO did make a movie about it as well. Yeah. I think there was another movie. Um, all right, yeah. Paul Rubens. I actually loved Pee-Wee Herman as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was crazy. It's true. Like they're, In 1991, they had canceled Pee-Wee. He was gone.
1: He's gone. He, he was like, really just done,
2: it, done. Was wildly gone. And I thought
1: he was just a bad How much the world that?
2: has changed since then? That's less true. than 20 years and now I mean that would barely be a blip on the news True. Yeah, it's mean, yeah. oh, so so true yeah. surprise surprise uh, and then last but not least in this day 2018
0: Facebook had the single worst day of any public company on the stock market losing 19% or 119 billion dollars of its market value in one day uh it doesn't uh, drop from fourth uh, it dropped Mark Zuckerberg from fourth to sixth in the list of richest people in the world what a shame poor guy yeah
2: maybe they burned to the ground
0: yeah <laughs> uh said the conference called the investors at facebook is putting privacy first after the cambridge analytica scandal triggered a wave of horrible press blah 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 earlier this year let's get to the most important part of this facebook was named the most hated company in america which is not surprising really in any particular way i feel like right have like the worst press could
2: you guys guess publicly i mean there's there's companies mm. that are a lot nastier than them but they're not as like mm. they're not pub the way facebook is like mm-hmm. Household names.
0: So there are four other companies that were on here. Uh, you think you guys can guess any of the four, the other four of the most hated corporations companies in the world? Nestle. No, not Nestle. What do you
1: mean? Like they're just pretty vague. Social media or just these
0: companies? would be hard to pick, actually. So if you want me to just run through them, I'll run through them. But it was. Um, uh, are they
1: like beverage companies? One is
0: a very popular thing with kids these days in school. It's getting a lot of bad That's press. Cool.
2: Well, that wasn't the fidget spinner. I don't know. Either. No, no Heather, there's not fidget spinners. Uh,
1: well, what? They're no, no, it's oh. a device
2: that they're not supposed to have. They use okay. them in the bathrooms. Oh, the va- the jewel. Yeah, jewel What's
0: number 4. The jewel. jewel. What? The- it's a vape. Do you do know, know what a jewel is? Oh, e cigarette type thing. I I'm, just, I'm just curious. I only am. I really asked. am another planet. Uh, hey, good. Stop. Number five, Washington Redskins. Number four, The Jewel Company. Number three, Vice, weirdly, is like one of the most hated companies. Oh, maybe. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number two is something called Eli Lilly, which is a healthcare and healthcare affordability company. That Probably like. awful. Yeah. And then number one was Facebook. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of not surprised Facebook gets, I feel like every story I read about Facebook it's, on the it's news really bad. Yeah, really terrible.
2: And, uh, yeah, the, the face of the dystopian nightmare that we slide into <laughs> quicker and quicker every day.
0: Uh, so we've already gone about eighteen minutes. Uh, I'll skip past the fact that Avengers don't Endgame, tell them they love
2: it. You guys know you love it. We're gonna go another forty.
0: Um, 45. I was gonna. Well, I don't want to do this to Heather because they had the the comic they had the Comic Con event this weekend That's and Marvel. Okay. Tell me about it. Marvel released their whole like, upcoming. Wow. So Marvel <laughs> Marvel released their whole upcoming slate for Phase Four. All Unreal. the projects oh, they're yeah. gonna release That's for awesome. all the stuff. Unbelievable. Um. And I just, I was going to run through them real quick, but there's a lot of them to see what your level of interest was. So let's give me a thumbs up, thumbs down on any of these, okay? Uh, a Marvel movie called The Eternals, starring characters you've never heard of, uh, featuring Selma Hayek and uh, Angelina Jolie as the stars. Thumbs mm. up, thumbs down? I don't
2: know middle thumb. thumb. I mean, middle thumb. Yeah, I need, I need more gradients for this, I think, but thumb, middle thumb.
0: Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings Marvel's doing like a kung fu superhero type movie Is was that it?
2: Mr. Lee Ho from Doctor Strange?
0: No, no, it's totally something different New character okay. Kung Fu movie. I guess to pace what your feelings I'm is on Kung Fu. Down. Down. Middle thumb.
2: I'm open to that's a... what you're
1: saying. It's thumbs up or down.
2: Well, this mm. is my show too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Doctor Strange has a sequel oh, called I love him. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which Marvel is calling the first legitimate horror movie they've ever made with their Marvel characters. Thumbs up. Thank Put my yeah, thumb to yeah. the roof. Full thumbs up. I'm I'll into it. it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Never seen a Doctor Strange movie, but strangely uh, like him quite a bit
0: from the other movies he's been in. Uh, they have announced that there's a fourth Thor movie coming out with the same director and the same writer. Yeah, uh, it's called Thor: Love Wait, and Thunder.
2: Same director and writer from Ragnarok. From Ragnarok, hundred
0: percent. It's called Thor: Love and Thunder, and they actually confirmed that uh, what's her name is finally going to come back. Natalie Portman is actually going to be a star in the movie now. I don't care what that. They brought her
2: back. I'm only my Thor exists for me besides Avengers uh, post Ragnarok only. So I want, Fair. like, Fat Thor in the bathrobe? Yeah. That's what I'm looking for.
0: Uh, they're make It is official. They are going to make a Scarlett Johansson Black Widow movie. It yeah. is a prequel.
2: That'd be cool. I like yeah. her in that role. Yeah, I like, like Scarlett. Always watch Scarlett Johansson.
0: And then, out of nowhere, they are rebooting the Blade movies starring Mahershala Ali in the Wesley Snipes role, Ooh, as I, was, Blade. I,
2: I was all I the like way Blade out, then you said Mahershala Ali, and I was all the way back around.
0: <laughs> they also announced a bunch of TV shows that they're going to do on their Marvel Plus.
1: I, yeah. I, I, I've down. watched some Marvel TV okay. shows. You love the
2: Marvel TV shows, I, mean, oh,
1: um,
0: I didn't like Daredevil. You're a
2: big Luke Cage guy. I know no, Luke like Daredevil. Cage. I know you're a fan um, of Agents of Shield.
0: Luke Cage. Legit- <laughs> Legitimately, I did watch a couple of the Marvel Netflix shows. I watched the first season of Daredevil. It was fine, but Ew, very slow. It was like very it. slow. What
1: was the one with the hand?
0: The hand that was Daredevil. It was I Adam's thought. family. Oh, that was, was like, no, no. That was uh, Iron Fist. That was terrible. Yeah, no one liked that. Like That's terrible. that is one of the few things that Marvel's done that has been almost like, universally panned by everybody. Terrible. Everybody hated it. The only one that was worth watching was Jessica Jones because it was oh, just yes, a really well made. Too. It was a really well made first season. You could kind I of like move past the second, and third seasons. Really I don't well made. Why? <laughs> uh, all right. Let me see what else we have here. Is there anything else I want to talk about? Um, I guess we could do the bits from other blogs and we'll just call it a night. Um, okay. So here we go. I'm currently in my early early thirties. Uh, I've been with my girl for a couple of years. We still do the cutesy baby talk thing between Ew. us. Been doing it all Yikes, through our bro. relationship. Hey.
2: Yikes! Uh,
0: but, <laughs> but I do wonder, when did we get too old for this? Immediately, you're already too old for this. Whoa, you have
1: to small. ask about it, if they're enjoying it, then it's never too old. Sure. You never have you, you ever have seen
2: been. an old, like mature couple, like hanging modern? out? Do, yeah, maybe probably. That um. I'm, you know, I I'm with Heather on the fact that if this is what works for you guys and you like it do your thing but, yeah. enjoy it but but i'm probably gonna like talk some shit yeah. <laughs> and like i'm not gonna be mad about it but like, i'll break your balls about it yeah, a little it bit could... you know like it under like if you're gonna do that and it works for your relationship good for you do your thing be happy the only person that matters is your partner in this situation exactly. that being said you need to have a strong enough constitution to get your balls broken because yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. asking for it. So though, you can't get mad when somebody's, you know what I mean? Like, be ready to get just, your balls broken. Yeah, that's just, you know, weird. life's tough. It just makes me it.
0: think of the Seinfeld thing with the schmoopy.
2: Uh, schmoopy! Remember that episode of Seinfeld? I feel like there's no, more, I just one. feel like there's more interesting ways to have, like, endearing personal couple yes. talk that's not specifically baby talk. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Like, there's a lot of other things yeah. you can do. Like, i bet, what is going on
1: here? Save
2: your baby <laughs> talk
0: for your pets if you're going to do it. That's what people seem to do a lot, too. Also, and this is just one last restaurant-related one. Last if I, one? Yeah. If I order an entree that features meat as a significant portion of the meal, such as pasta with chicken or salad with salmon, or, no, this question. is it reasonable to ask that they reduce the price of the dish because I've taken away the meat? People Let me know. ask that?
2: Let me know when. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. No. No? No! Yeah. Get out of here. You're an idiot. You have no idea What's how wrong? anything works. Get over yourself. <laughs> Order something different. Absolutely I can't
1: believe that person would ask that. I mean, What's that seems like a... World? That's a
2: relatively common take really? for, like, an I mean, or I mom to make, I feel like. never asked
1: that.
2: Yeah, you're not one of those people yet. You haven't been a mom for long enough. You ever gone to dinner with
0: somebody who is embarrassing to, like, have them order food with? It's like... T- I, you don't have to name names, but I've been with people who are like, they just change so many things and make so many changes. I'm no. like, oh,
2: God, please. No, embarrassing. Uh, I just don't I ever do it. Because it's somebody who's worked in restaurants for long enough, I wouldn't... I probably wouldn't like tolerate it at my table. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm going to like, you know, be mean and shut anybody down, but I was like, what do you just, you know, like I would uh, just tease them and like diffuse the situation, make sure that like nobody feels bad about themselves, diffuse the situation, but make sure they understand that they're being a little wild and settle down. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. uh, That's it. That's all I got this week.
0: I'm very tired. I'm going to edit this. I'm so exhausted. I I need to go get something to eat. I need to go lay on the couch for like an hour. Uh, follow Heather at HeatherWaz1 uh, You can follow Kevin at underscore Kevin Sullivan You can follow me at SF2 Or you can just follow the show at Udicast We are on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcast. We're taking over the web CyanR uh, Humanoids, keep it tight uh, Woodstock lives, the tape machines are rolling We are desperately out of time We will see you next week On the Udicast Oh yes Bye everybody